another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Jill. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the mod of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. How's your holidays? Well, they're still not over yet because no, they're not got, completely uh, over. Coming up. Yeah, today, if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, it is New Year's Eve. So uh, I think last year, Joe, you and I sang Old Lang Syne at the end of the episode. <laughs> That's right. See we if did. we remember to do that this year. Uh, we'll have a third person to do harmonies with, so it'll be a little, a little better, I would think. The the audio quality would be better. It'll just be... Uh, we're starting 2019 off right, probably. Yeah, I was thinking about that song the other day and how I don't actually know what any of the lyrics are. No. I just know, like, approximation yeah, yeah. lyrics. What song is this? All Old Lang Syne. I think that plays... Where all the acquaintances be... I think that's how we ended last time. So it's just really did this. In All Lang Syne. So... There you go. It's a preview for the end of the episode when we <laughs> just stick, stick to just stay tuned. weirdly moan into the microphone. Yay. Uh, did you guys have a good Christmas? Yes. Nice. I had a very good Christmas. It was a Christmas. Yeah. Well, that's not the only holiday that we had because today is also Johnny's birthday. Happy yeah, birthday, John. It's not very good of a holiday. What? It's not a very good holiday. Hey, listen. We went out to lunch, which is more than you do on most days. So it's kind of like a holiday there. Yeah. We went to a sit-down restaurant, Ugh. which is not your thing. Joe talked to a waiter. Yeah. Yeah. Awkwardly. Yeah. Incorrectly signed the check. I had, to, I had to ask him for a fork. A, a fork. Yeah, we went to get ramen and Joe asked for a fork like a noob. <laughs> I had to use yeah. uh, Came out and brought it on the napkin because he also knew you were extra dirty. Yeah. yeah. Which you did need because you were, you know, spilling everything everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Drop I'm, it I'm really bad with ramen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, uh, I actually, I was eating ramen the other day at work and I just had like my iPad set up. I was watching something on the table in front and like I kept trying to eat the ramen noodles and then you know, the noodles fall back in the soup, and they would splash, and I would have to clean the ramen juice all off of my iPad. Gross. And I'm yeah. just like, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, you <laughs> did pick that today, except without the iPad. Hmm? Pick up the cup. It's a little bowl. Pick it up. Eh. Put it closer to your face. That's hard. Yeah. I'm more, I'm more like just kind of hunched about. over with my face up to it, because I'm a yep. fucking savage. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys get any good, good Christmas gifts? John, your gift was lunch for, for your birthday, so I'm not going to ask you what you got for your birthday. Unless, yeah. Did you get anything good for your birthday today? Uh, lunch. Sweet. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, I mean, for Christmas, uh, I'm the kind of person who oh, I just buy everything I want anyways, mm-hmm. so I'm really Same. hard to shop for, because like, they're like, what do you want? I'm like, I already own everything I yeah. want. I, there's nothing else that I want right now. Same. I had um, to like, force my... My mom bugs me from July until December to give her a Christmas list. I'm like, I don't... I don't know. I'm, all the stuff I buy is collectibles and video yeah. games. I need the video games I, right away because I want to play them. Yeah. And the collectible hunt, I'm not sending a relative I, uh, for that. I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to like expect you to go to some random Japanese website no. and like order this obscure, yeah. yeah, import this obscure thing that like you have to convert yen to dollar and yeah. stuff like that. Mine is, I'm not going to send you to 17 Walgreens to buy that exclusive Spider-Man pop that I've been trying to chase down myself for six months. Yeah. You do that now. Not going to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, I just get... Uh, usually just Amazon gift cards. Nice. And then buy, like, stuff. Uh, like, I buy the stuff that I wouldn't buy myself. Yeah, that's what normally. I did. Normally, I was just like, oh, I need, like, a, a new power strip. Uh, like, I need a I needed an HDMI converter because I'm running out of HDMI ports. Mm. Or an HDMI switcher because I'm running out of HDMI ports on my TV. Yeah. Because uh, I have, like, all the, like, old retro systems and stuff that I'm hooking up. And I was like, oh, once I'm going to get that, like, Sega Genesis thing, I'm going to, like, run out of space anyway, so... Um, yeah, I just only buy the bunch of random stuff that, like, you know, normally I wouldn't be thinking of. Yeah, like, I, uh, I asked for, uh, some Google assistance, so I got, like, a Google Home and a Google Home Mini, 
Like a, oh, so is that like a, it's like a an Siri? Echo. Yeah. Or yeah. A Echo? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I got a couple of those to, to spruce up the house a little bit. Maybe get some color changing light bulbs. Who knows? Ooh. You know, we're going to jazz up the uh, jazz up the studio, you know. Um, I also got a, uh, like I got a computer pen for my computer so I can draw. Which oh, is nice. Cool. Cause I wouldn't like, I've wanted one, but wouldn't pay for it myself. And it was a good thing. Got a Bluetooth speaker, you know, just little things here and there. Some collectibles. I did get a pop figure uh, oh, for nice. the Spider-Verse movie. So I was pretty happy about that. Nice. Got the, uh, the Miles logo on a t-shirt, the Spider-Verse version of it. So it was pretty good. The like spray painted one? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. A pretty fun holiday overall. You yeah. I bought my uh, nephew a bunch of Nerf guns. Oh, that's and right. I spent the day getting shot repeatedly in the face with yeah. nerf darts but you were wearing goggles so they didn't go right in your eye like they normally would no i didn't get hit in the eye but still you like you turn around and all of a sudden uh, fucking you catch a dart to the cheek and you're like ah what the fuck yep i mean that's but you knew that was gonna happen oh yeah and you're I mean, it was part of the plan yeah. i was i was more just thinking like it's gonna be hilarious to hear my brother complaining about getting shot by these things all the time and then it was just me getting shot i'm sure he's been shot a hundred more times Oh, yeah. Since then. You're more sure. fun to shoot because you don't live there. Yeah, exactly. True. Yeah, he doesn't have to face the wrath of fun Uncle Joe. You're That's just going to go, hi, he got it in the face. It's fine. Mm. I did like the picture that you sent all of us. That was what was clearly your nephew coming back from the future to stop <laughs> the machines from rising up or something. Because he had like the Terminator like sunglass goggles on and he's in his PJs with like this giant Nerf rifle. It's, <laughs> it's like as tall as him. Yeah, that was pretty good. I did enjoy that. Is um, that your ready pen? No, this is just a stylus. Because oh. I had a pen in my hand, just like because I fidget with my hands during this. You know, mm-hmm. a little behind the scenes look. Uh, but the other pen was making too much noise. Because oh. like the cap was and the pen was rattling around. And it's not important. Uh, what is important, Joe, is what you played this week. Because uh, You're the I want to hear it. Oh, and that's uh, the next segment of the show. <laughs> well, uh, so that's why it's important. One of the things I don't I really did, care. I was but. talking about how I got gift cards, and one of the things yeah. I did get was a twenty-five dollar Xbox Live like money card. Yep. Um, and once again, like I, I usually just buy everything I wanted. So I was like, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like I've already kind of bought cause there's a, a, an Xbox sale going on right now. Like yeah. the new year's countdown sale. Yeah. And I had pretty much bought like everything I wanted off that list. Um, so I was just like, all right, well, what's something I like wouldn't buy on my own. Barbie Horse Adventure? For full price or even for reasonable sale price. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, so I ended up buying uh, black ops war. Uh, which I originally had no intention to buy whatsoever, um, but it was on sale for like twenty six ninety nine, and I had a twenty five dollar coupon or gift card, so I was like, eh, "Fuck it!" Like, yeah. I'll pay uh, twelve dollars for Black Ops. Yeah. Why not? Thirty six ninety nine. It was on sale for thirty six. Oh yeah, it was on sale for thirty six ninety nine. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I'll, I'll pay that much money for it. Yeah, that's that's a worthwhile price for a game without a single player. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and I, I mean, it's it's. It's Call of Duty. It's like, Call of Duty. I, it's, yeah. That's a hard part. Of it. You can't really think of much to say other than eh, it's Call of Duty. Well, because I, I played in the beta for Blackout and the multiplayer, and mm-hmm. that was my takeaway too. Is like, oh, it's Call of Duty, which I don't really like that much, but I don't know what I was expecting. But it's it's that. It's yeah, more I mean, I do like Call of Duty. I just kind of like have burnt out of it on it over the years. Yeah. Like I played a lot of like the Modern Warfare games. I played a lot of Black Ops, like one and two. Yeah. Um, once I started getting like the the two futury stuff, I really lost like yeah all interest. The jetpacks and the wall yeah. running. No. Like I was like looking through the the all their games that were on sale and like they had you know, all the Call of Duty games on sale, and I was like I played like every Call of Duty at this point, right? Going through it, and then I saw Infinite Warfare, and I was like, oh no, that's the one that's like all in space. 
Yeah. yeah. I was like, I did not play that one. And That's I'm fun. not going to bother even no. considering buying. I was like, ah, fuck, fuck all that space shit. Yeah. There's plenty of other space games. That do it better. Yeah. That, I like, you know, already existed in space. Like I'm perfectly fine playing Halo's multiplayer because that's just Halo's multiplayer. Right. I don't. I'm not here. Like when I hear Call of Duty, I'm not picturing fucking space combat and all that kind of crap. Yeah. So I was just you know done with that. And the Black Ops Four is like it is futuristic. It's you know, um, I don't know, like twenty one something. I don't even fucking know how far in the future it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like down to earth enough that it feels fine. Yeah. It still feels like a modern-ish military shit. Yeah, it just feels, like, semi-futuristic. Yeah. You know, it's where... faster than, like, Call of Duty 4 was, but that's really the only difference. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the, like, the guns still feel like regular guns. Yeah. It doesn't feel like, you know, this is the quantum rail blaster or something no. like that. Um, but they're still different enough that I didn't know which guns were good yeah, when I was playing, like, the Blackout and the multiplayer. Like, yeah, I don't the know thing what is these like, guns are. I, I've played enough video games that I know a lot about guns like actual guns where i'm like okay is this the equivalent to like an fal yeah exactly is this the equivalent to like an M- m4 you know well it's why in like fortnite and PUBG, like i understand what an m16 is or yeah. what a heavy machine gun light me like i understand what those mean in video game terms but when these like the naming conventions in black ops 4 it was like uh, is this good do i especially when playing blackout and you come across a gun and you can only have two I'm like is this is this the one I want? Yeah, do I want to drop... Is this the best one? Yeah. I don't I don't. Do actually I want to drop know. this, like, G17-4 yeah. for, like, the, you know, whatever the fuck other thing is? Yeah. I don't know which which. Don't know. I mean, when you're playing just the regular call, like, or multiplayer, and you can actually, like, you know, stop to look at the guns. Yeah. And, like, see the stats and stuff, you're like, okay, this is clearly supposed to be this gun. Yeah. You know, then it's fine. Um... I played a little bit of Blackout, like, you know, like, I mean, I played the, in the beta the same as you, yeah. uh, but, like, I didn't really give it a lot of time. I just kind of played, like, around and went, like, okay, yeah, it's it's PUBG. And, I mean, I pretty much did the same thing with this one, but uh, I played, you know, two rounds of the Blackout mode when I, you know, downloaded it. And then, like, the next day I saw an article that was, like, uh, Blackout mode is causing Xboxes to crash. So, I was just like, all right, well, I guess I'm just going to play regular and it's only on Xbox then. One X, yeah, it's only which on is Xbox what One you X. have. Yeah. So, so it's like, not even I'm like, just going to put that aside and not worry about yeah, that. Yeah, it's not like you had an S. And they're like, it only affects the Xbox One X for now. So if you have an S, you're fine. You'd be like, oh, good. I'm fine. I can yeah. play it. No. But it's not just like the crashing, but it's a very specific crash, though. Yeah. It, it was like Once if you, you get, get to, to the level top 10, 10, then your Xbox is So you already put in all the time to like yeah. survive to the you top You survived 10. 90 other people or 89 other people. Yeah. Congratulations. Shut off. Yeah. Um, and, uh, when I was like, you know, at first I played, you know, some of the multiplayer and I was just like, all right, yeah, it's multiplayer. Like, okay. And then I went back to playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which was like the other thing I was playing at the time before that. Yeah. Um, and then the, uh, yesterday I like started up and it was the start of a double, double weekend. So it's, you get two times experience and then two times experience. Yeah. So quite so, experience. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, like while this is going on, I might as well play. Cause like I had a hard time playing it at first. Cause like. You have to get to level five before you can start making your custom classes. You know mm. that this is standard in every yeah. every Call of Duty game. So like getting my character to level five, especially like starting this game fresh, whereas everybody else has been playing it for months now. I'm sure there was a ton of other people that had already just gotten theirs for Christmas or whatever yeah, themselves. Yeah, the double double weekend. They're yeah, trying yeah. to get you caught up. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, Which is a smart. It's a smart business. Yeah. Well, the Double Double Weekend wasn't there the first day that I played. No, I'm no, just saying it's, it's, it's usually around oh, yeah, Christmas no, it's definitely time a smart or, time know, to do post it now. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when I was just playing it like standard mode and like just getting slaughtered every time, going like, man, I really wish I could like customize my stuff and like pick what gun because you know you're playing with just the base guns and you know you don't have any red dot sights or any attachments or anything like that so you're just getting like killed going like you know it would really it would have been really nice if i had a scope at that point in time yeah. so like i got to level five just to the point where you could like customize stuff and i'm like all right i got to level five i'm just gonna like not play right now and then the next day the double double weekend started up so i was like all right fuck like now might now well. i can level everything up super quick so yeah. i might as well just play a lot of this so i was playing it like pretty heavily the last two days nice and like i'm enjoying it like i said i like the old call of duty games and it feels pretty much like an old call of duty game like even most of the maps are um just remakes of maps from other games yeah. just with like updated skins and stuff like that so like when i'm playing on the one that's the shooting range i'm like oh this is just like the map from uh, i think that was from uh, black ops 2 yeah, so like, oh, I, know, I, I already know this map by the back, like the back of my hand. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. I know all the great, like, little places to go to. Nifty. Yeah. And that's always like, the tough spot when you're playing a shooter that's been out for a few months. That like the unfamiliarity with the map when everybody mm-hmm. else knows what knows it cold. Mm-hmm. So that's good that there are enough levels where you're like, oh, cool. I can still have fun in this because I know what to do. Yeah. But like, the, I mean, but uh, the thing we always talked about, the big draws, like drawback is not having a campaign. Yeah. Like, I still always really enjoyed the campaign in Call of Duty games because they were always like really cinematic and really fun. Yeah. And like really interesting stories. I mean, you are in the minority. Like, not you're not an outlier uh, yeah, I, or I, an anomaly. Yeah. Uh, uh, anomaly, but you yeah, are... I, I know that most people. I'm sure if you did a poll. 60% of people probably never played the campaigns. Oh, yeah, for sure. Maybe even higher than that. Yeah, I would They just higher. went straight to multiplayer, and that's all they played. I think they I think did a poll, though, and that's why they decided to take it out. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I feel like they decided to take it out because it was either finish the single player that they probably had started or put in a Battle Royale. And they said, well, what's the hotter thing? A single player you can play once or a Battle Royale that you can play every day? Yeah, maybe. I'm but. sure it all just came down to money and time. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if in a year they're like, surprise expansion, here's the single player. Like, yeah, maybe. But um, it still feels like a downside that it doesn't have that. Oh, for sure. It absolutely because, is. Especially for you. Because even though that it's doesn't have a single player campaign, it still considers itself a sequel to the Black Ops games. Yeah, that's why. That's what I didn't understand. I would know we talked about this, but when they announced it and then announced there was no single player, it's just call it... Call of Duty Blackout. Online. Or just call it Call of Blackout. Duty Blackout. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are like references to the other game, like the other Black Ops games in it. Like when you go to the training thing, um, it's like a hologram training room. And the hologram is the character from the earlier games. The guy from Black Ops 1 yeah. is the hologram training thing that like tells you how to like, you know, do your thing. Because the way this one is set up, and I, it's something I hate that they did it in this one, is that it's... um. It's like kind of like a hero shooter where like the different classes are char- like actual characters with like mm-hmm. names and and you know their own Back specific de- like well their own specific design and stuff. Oh, yeah. So it's like it, like there's the guy with the shield and the flashbang ga- grenades. Fuse. Yes. <laughs> and there's like the guy with the flamethrower, and there's like the girl that's the hacker that can like disrupt other things. So, but you also get to customize your weapon loadouts. So it's just kind of like, why is this a thing? Just like, let me choose and mix and match what things. Because like, I don't want to be like, 
you know, I got to play as this guy if I want to use this ability, but I don't care about his secondary ability. Because it's like, okay, so I can't use flashbangs unless I play as this guy? Yeah. That's fucking weird to it me. It is, but that's how they, that's how they did I it. I mean, but isn't that just, that's the way Rainbow Six does it? Yeah, well? I hate it in Rainbow Six. Like, I when I was playing Rainbow Six, I was always thinking, like, I wish this was like Vegas, where I could just completely customize my character well, but any way I wanted to. Well, the hero to. shooters are the thing now. I know. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm upset that they went that, like, gotcha. that route, okay. you know? They just kind of followed the trend. I mean, yeah, put uh, in the fucking uh, blackout, blackout mode. Yeah. Blackout mode. So yeah. this, this is... game is clearly just trend follow the game. Yeah. Um, and it just feels like a I don't know missed opportunity. I feel like I'm I'm the minority in wanting a single player campaign, but yeah. Uh, no, I agree too. But yeah. even even being in the minority on that, I'm pretty sure there are people who never touch a single player game. They're probably like, it should have a single player. Like just because I don't, all the other ones. Yeah, did. I don't care, but that sucks for those other people. So like, yeah. Even if you didn't play them, you could understand how other people did, and it sucks that they did yeah. it now. Yeah. Um, but now, Joe, you're the king of weird accessories. You also bought something else. Uh, yeah, I picked up on uh, a thing that just came. It's a there would already, had already been one that came out. This is the newest model. It's a thing called the GCHD Mark II. Obviously, it was originally just released as the GCHD. Yeah. Um, it's a by it's a an company. Iron Man armor, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a, by a, a company called Eon. Uh, it is an HDMI converter for the GameCube uh, that can, I mean, obviously convert into HDMI. Uh, it also has a component output because the component cables for the GameCube that were released are in, like impossible to find. They're super expensive when you can't find them. Uh, so up until this point, the only way that if you wanted to play a GameCube game in HD, you had to shell out like $300, $400 for these cables. This thing itself isn't that cheap. It was $150. Whoa. Yeah. Um, but uh, it allows you to connect HDMI or Wii component cables. Oh, okay. Uh, which are a lot re- more readily available yeah, yeah, than the sure. GameCube ones because those ones were like a prior... Uh, what the fuck is that word? Proprietary. Proprietary. They were proprietary cable that were only released in very limited quantities. And nobody ever made like third, third party knockoff versions. Well, that was at the time when Nintendo wasn't allowing people to make third party stuff. Yeah. Also, it was a time where HD TVs weren't nearly as prevalent. No. No. Yeah. It was very hard to find anything HD at that time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's probably why they didn't bother releasing. <laughs> I think they were like originally kind of only released for um. Uh, reviewers, mm. so that they could like make you know high quality video captures and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I like how 480 is considered high quality. At the time, yeah. Back, yeah, back then. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I mean, technically, the thing isn't really all that impressive considering the fact that you could also just buy a Wii, which is backwards compatible, and could also comp- like put out in 480 using just the Wii component cables that yeah. I have. But the big draw to this one is that uh, if you have a Game Boy player, you can play all... Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance games in HD, HD yeah, on your TV that you wouldn't have been able to do on the on the Wii. Yeah, yeah, because there was no backwards compatible, no. like no uh, or no, no adapter player that. or anything yeah. like that. And uh, the GameCube, there's been like a whole bunch of homebrew software that people have put out for the GameCube. Because uh, the output on it right now, if you didn't have anything, was just 1080i. But there's a program called Swiss, which you can uh, get uh, if you have a uh, like a memory card H uh, fuck what's the word um, SD card SD, converter SD, yeah. 
that you can put in. You can upload like custom firmware to the GameCube. Uh, they have a program called Swiss that lets you upgrade it to uh, 480p, which is still like better quality. Um, and there's also a program called the Game Boy Interface, which lets you even upscale Game Boy games even better. Um, and when you were playing on the uh, Game Boy Player, it still did the thing where it put like the GameCube border around it. Mm-hmm. It allows you to get rid of that border and just make this upscale it like upscale it and also make it like fit your tv there's still like a slight screen. border on it but yeah. it makes it like but it's not four almost three yeah it's almost like full screen nice uh and like much much better quality i was like watching videos of people playing on it i was like oh that's fucking great because like i would totally love to be able to play a lot of my game boy games on you know on the, the tv looking nice and crisp and clear and everything like that um because i do have the uh game boy adapter the the Game Boy Player for the Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. but that only played Game Boy and like the black cartridge Game Boy games. Yeah, it, it didn't. Play it didn't play Game or, Boy Color. Yeah. So, or advanced. Oh yeah, advanced. obviously it didn't play advanced either. So this will allow me to play all of my Game Boy games, including TV. my advanced games and everything, on the TV, looking all nice and crisp and clean. Do you know so, that the disc for that is worth a shit ton of money? I have two of them. <laughs> Just the disc? Yeah. Really? Well, yeah. I have two Game Boy players. If you can sell, you can just sell the disc alone for like two hundred bucks. Wow, oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, because I saw it like I was watching this thing that was like super rare, you know, video game accessories, and it was like the Game Boy player. I was like, that can't be super rare, and they're like, but you can't play it without the disc. And they're like, the disc alone goes for two hundred bucks. And I was like, bullshit! And I like went up on eBay. Sure enough. Oh wow! Like one hundred and thirty dollars to like two hundred bucks. Yeah, nice. Well, I have two of them. So there you go. Yeah, I've got Jackpot. one too. Yeah, and uh, I mean, also like I'm just kind of excited to be playing. GameCube games again. Yeah, for sure. On my like big screen TV because I sold my Wii like forever ago. Um, Probably when I, you got a Wii U. Hmm? Probably yeah, when I got a Wii U. Yeah. But that like the Wii U wasn't backwards compatible to GameCube games, so I wasn't yeah. able to play GameCube games again. I wasn't thinking far enough ahead, no, or far enough back, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm excited now to be able to play GameCube games. I looked at my like GameCube collection, and like I had a lot of like good stuff in my GameCube collection. But I was surprised to realize that I, like I didn't have Super Mario Sunshine, and I didn't have Mario Kart Double Dash on GameCube. Which I was like, that I could not, I could not believe. That you I couldn't have. believe it when I'm looking at my GameCube shelf, going like, you "All right, I got Smash Brothers Brawl, I got like Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes, I got." Or Melee, yeah, yeah, I got I got Melee, I got Twin Snakes, I got Eternal Darkness. Imported Darkness. copy of Soul Calibur. Yeah, my my American and my Japanese copy of Soul Calibur 2. Do you have but Rogue I, Squadron? I uh, that no, demo. I don't have Rogue Squadron. I always loved playing Do that Do you have demo. Super Monkey Ball? I don't have, I was never a fan of Super Monkey Ball. Do you have Luigi's Mansion? I do have Luigi's Mansion. Okay. Yeah. Still, I'm surprised those Mario games, you didn't have them. I can't uh, yeah, imagine you would have sold them either. You must have let somebody borrow them. I don't know what could have possibly Do you have the Mario soccer game? Super Strikers? Super Strikers? Yeah. No, I don't. Oh my god, that is, that is my something favorite GameCube game of all time. I think that that's a rare one, to too. So. Is Probably. it really? I think so. I have it somewhere. I uh, But I imported a copy of uh, Double Dash and a copy of Super Mario Sunshine because the Japanese versions were a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I don't really need to like read Mario Kart. Like, it's Mario Kart. Yeah. I, I can figure it out. <laughs> And Super Mario Sunshine, I was just like, I don't need to know the story for Sunshine. I know that I played it yeah, you, you already. It. Like, I just want to play the game. Yeah. So I got those. They haven't showed up yet, and I still haven't gotten the uh, the uh, action replay oh, the thing with the need. like with the, disc, with the SD slot card thing. Yeah. Because you also need the action replay disc as well to like load up the program. That's three hundred dollars. No, I don't no, know. it was it was thirty dollars. <laughs> Go on eBay. Yeah. 
Uh, but I still haven't gotten that in the mail yet. But once that stuff gets there, I'm going to be all super jazzed up to play some GameCube games. There you go. Once. You're going to be partying like it's just one time and then never And then you're again. probably never going to touch it again. And then going game. like, all right, I'm going to play Black Ops more. Yep, party like it's 2001. Uh, John, what about you? Did you get a chance to play anything this week? Uh, I didn't play anything except for I've just still been putting shitloads of time into my Sega Heroes game for mm. the phone. Um but no, nothing, because I've been traveling a lot. I went to New yeah. Hampshire to visit my family, and then I've been working a lot, too. So Yeah, this would be one of those times where a Switch would have come in handy. Although you were driving yourself, so it wouldn't have even mattered. No, I've been listening to audiobooks like crazy. So, like, there's a there's a website called Goodreads, and, like, they're, they, every at the beginning of every year, they're like, project how many books you or predict how many books you're going to read. And I was like, all right, I did 24 last year. Let's do 26 this year. And I'm, like, too short, and we've got, what, three days left of the month, so... Start reading. No, mm-hmm. so I've just been listening to audiobooks a lot lately. And instead of doing anything else, I've just like been sitting there and uh, building models and listening to audiobooks. Does that count as reading them? Is that cheating? I don't think so. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I uh, I got to play some new stuff this week. Old stuff, but new to me. I did get a chance to play the Transformers game. I know I mentioned it last week. Which one is that? Devastation. Devastation. The cel-shaded one. The cel-shaded that, one. Like, I remember sitting here last week on the podcast looking up to see if I owned it or not. Um, and I did. And it's super fun. It's a very basic bayonetta style like it's platinum games made it so it's very much in the same yeah, vein devil may cry yeah bayonetta uh, where it's just hack and slash Ninja Gaiden. yeah hack and slash action um i didn't play a ton of it but what is most satisfying is the transforming between a car and a robot is super satisfying especially if you're like driving it makes it feel like you're going fast even though a lot of times you're in these contained areas because you'll move from like area to area to battle enemies so you're in yeah, a it's more, very very linear but yeah but you still feel like you're moving fast and it still feels kinetic when you're driving in the car and then pressing the button to flip into robot mode is just, it's super satisfying. Um, so I am going to play more of that. I'm not necessarily on the, the Transformers kick lasted like a day and a half. Um, and then, you know, the holidays. The high happened. of the movie. Yeah, the, the high of the movie was over. The holidays happened. You, you know, I, I've seen another <laughs> movie since. So Are you going to watch Hornet? No, I'm not the, uh, asylum, the asylum, asylum Films movie. Knock off one. No, no, absolutely not. I, I might. The kick is definitely over for that part. Uh, but no, I, I do like it though. I might play more of it. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, but then my my big thing, which was new, is the, the was it the day after Christmas? I think I texted you guys. Yeah, Wednesday. The day after Christmas, I had to go out to buy, and I hate going shopping the day after Christmas. I, I don't want to deal with it. Thankfully, it was a weekday, so there was less people out than I expected, and I waited till the afternoon to really go out because everyone's trying to return gifts or spend gift cards, and it's hell, and I hate doing it. But I wanted, I needed a battery for my computer pen, and it only takes quadruple A's. That's a thing. thing. Yeah, that I was just gonna say. Everyone I told that to didn't know that was a type of battery. It is, and it's not sold at very many places. So like, I went to like Walmart and Target because I know they have like big battery centers, like quote unquote. So they have like. Every time I need a watch battery or a scale battery, or I do. Anything the, like that, I, I go do there. walk by the the battery stand that's like just in the middle of an aisle yeah. in, in Walmart, and I look at it and I go, what "The fuck kind of battery is that?" Yeah. What are these ones that are like look like like uh, a fucking birth control pill? Like I think thing? those are like hearing aid batteries. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about because I saw a bunch of those too. It's just like a little strip. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I've never looked into it. So I went to a couple different stores and ultimately like Best Buy, the place that sold the pen and where I should have thought to check, had them. So I walked into Best Buy and I noticed that the PlayStation Classic was on sale for $60, which is 40% off the price. And it's what it still too much. It's what it should have been to it begin should, yes. with. Yeah. If, it, if they had sold it initially at $60, i would be like, all right, that's a little steep for what I want it for because it's not that great. Um, 
Yeah, but I'm still if, not if it buy was it. before it was released and it was sixty bucks, I would have been excited about it. Yeah, when it came out and everyone kind of was like, "It's kind of a piece of crap." Yeah. So, eh. Yeah. Now, I, and at that point, I'm like, "Oh, I'm glad I didn't spend yeah. it at that point." So I texted you guys. I was like, "All right, quick poll time: sixty dollars for a PlayStation Classic, worth it?" You're both like, "No, <laughs> still too much." So I was like, "Yeah, but I want to maybe do some things to it to make it better." Because there are things, uh, things totally above board to yeah. things. Uh, I own all Completely the discs. Completely legitimate. I own all the discs, so it's fine. You're waving uh, a magic wand over it. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, totally above above board things. Absolutely. But there are ways in which the internet has told you how to make the PlayStation Classic a viable, worth it system. Mm. Um, so I was looking at some of those ways in which to do that. I was like, "Man, sixty bucks still." might be too because i have to go buy a usb like stick that i don't mind wiping and formatting and having dedicated for this you know like i have a powered usb hub which one of these days i just need to be like buy like a pack of like 10 usb sticks i thought about that but i don't use them ever like this is the first time in years that i've needed i'm constantly like i need a usb stick but then i'm like but i got like stuff on this one so that i buy one usb stick and I put stuff on that. Yeah. And then I need a USB stick. But I'm like, well, I have these two, but there's stuff on them. So yeah. I buy a third USB stick. Yeah, just they have four to, packs. That's what I'm saying. I just watch yeah. these buy like a 10 pack. So just like I can pull out and be like, USB stick, use. Woot.com yeah. always has them on sale where mm-hmm. you can buy like 12 of them for yeah, they're not super cheap. expensive. No, yeah. They're always dirt cheap. That's But yeah. it's just, it's always like, you okay, want now USB I got to wait. Now I'm like, okay, now I either got to go Is to Best Buy or wait drawer? two days yeah. for Amazon to deliver it to me. Yeah. Yeah, you want a USB stick drawer where mm-hmm. you can just open it and be like, all right, that one has nothing on it. Cool. I'm just going to have a utility belt with a bunch of them on there. Like like Pokemon? You can only carry six at the time, though? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I was I, I looked at it, and I was hemming and hawing. And I said, you know what? Let me go home. Let me look at the enhancement tutorials. That's what I'm going to call them. Enhancement <laughs> tutorials. Uh, it's not hacking. It's enhancing. Yes. Um, so, I, I wanted to like take another look at where the enhancement community was at the current... like current time and, and see how easy it is is it worth it what other things do i have to buy that will you know raise the price of what i'm ultimately going to to have this thing for and in doing so notice that everyone was talking about this crazy deal that if you could get it to work made it much more viable and that was using the target app that has coupons in it because the target cart, was the cartwheel cartwheel yeah uh, because target was like the only store that didn't discount it to 60 bucks the day after christmas yeah it was like Best Buy and Walmart had it for sixty. Yeah, Amazon GameStop had, had it for sixty. Yeah. Uh, but what they did was, if you bought it online or in their app, they sold it to you for a hundred, but gave you a forty percent off coupon. So it essentially made it sixty. But the store didn't do that. So what the workaround was is, you go to the store, have them price match to a competitor, which they do, like anyway, mm-hmm. and somehow get them to let you use the coupon. Because some people were saying, "Oh, I went to Target, I tried it." They told me in no uncertain terms, do we let you use a coupon and a price match? Just no way. I was like, all right, well, it's worth a shot. Like, I have no reason not to get, try it. So I went to Target. I went and into the, like, you know, the gaming area and asked someone to get one out of the case. And I said, hey, do you guys price match here or uh, do I have to take it to customer service? And the girl was like, we don't actually work for Target, which I didn't know, by the way. Wait, the people that work in the... The, like the Target tech, the, like the black shirt people don't actually work for Target. They work for another company that supplies them to huh. Targets. Weird. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. I learned a little something. Uh, so they call the guy over and the guy's like, yeah, no problem. I can price match. Uh, he's like, are you using Cartwheel? It's like, yes. Like, thinking that he's going to shut me down immediately because maybe somebody else. So he rings me up. No problem. It 
takes the coupon, no problem, 36 bucks. And so as I'm ringing out, the guy, I was like, did other, a bunch of other people come in here today? He's like, no, you're just the second person. And that's the only reason why I knew about it. I was like, oh, okay, good. Because I really thought you were going to shut me down when you knew exactly <laughs> what my plan was. Uh, and it was it was so convenient that the Target tech lady who got one for me went back and got herself one. So that way she could then buy it. She's like, for 36, I'm going to get it too. Because I figured for 36 bucks, which is 40% off the price match of 60, I'll, I'll buy it. I like even if I don't enhance it in any way and I've got this cool looking mini display PlayStation for a system that I never had, but like always wanted, I was like, oh, worst case scenario, I have this as a little display thing to go next to my NES and SNES classics for 36 bucks. I don't mind that. Yeah. That was my exact like thought process also. But yeah, totally, uh, totally worth it. So I am going to enhance. I didn't, I started to do that today, but I didn't really get the chance to like play with it or do anything crazy with it. Um, so that'll probably be, you know, discussed next week if I was able to enhance it and how well it worked or didn't work. Mm. Uh, but then you got one too, Joe. Yeah. So I went and I guess the, that when I went, cause I went like, you know, 20 minutes before they closed cause I got to work at 1030 and they yeah. close at 11. Um, so when I went, the, the black shirt, like the target tech guys were gone. It was just like a regular target dude, red shirt that yeah. was there. So I like, I asked him like, Oh, can I get one of those? Disposable like, red shirts, man. Yeah. So I was like, can I get one of those? He's like, Oh yeah, sure. He's like, but. But I have to ring it up at the front register instead yeah. of, like, at the back thing. Um, so, like, we went up there and, like, you know, he, he took and I said, like, do you price match? He's like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, here, let me, you know, show me on your phone, like, the thing. I showed him the Best Buy thing. It's like, all right, cool. And he's like, and then I also have this. And I pull out the, like, Target app. He's like, oh, you're using uh, Cartwheel? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, like, I always tell people to use Cartwheel all the time because uh, their coupons stack on top of other coupons. So he's like specifically told me like go ahead and use it. That's the point of Cartwheel is like these Cartwheel coupons stack on top of the other ones. They stack on top of other coupons. They don't stack on. They're not supposed to stack on top of price match. Even though the computer does it. Well, if the computer I mean, does it. I don't care what the employee yeah. says. Like, does the computer let you do it? Because if it does, shut up. Like yeah. that's your opinion that I can't do it. If the Target system says so, right. Yeah. It's been programmed Target in says here. it's fine. You yeah. can't get in trouble. Yeah. Well, I mean, this guy was like, he was like, yeah, use a cartwheel coupon. Yeah. Like, go ahead. Like, that's the, you know, that's what they're supposed to be there yeah. for. But if you like, if you had a manufacturer's coupon and a Target cartwheel coupon, then they would stack and that's great. You get a better deal. But I saw so many people in the thread being like, yeah, I went to three Targets and they all told me no. Yeah. Well, my guy was cool. Yeah. Mine was He was too. like super excited to do it. Yeah. Mine was he too. Was like, he was like, wow, that's a great deal you're getting on this thing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it sure is. Yeah. It worked out. Yeah. So luckily it worked out for both of us. Uh, if you out there tried it, hopefully it worked for you as well. I saw a bunch of people saying I, 60 bucks isn't even out of my price range. I'm a diehard PlayStation person. I don't mind having this for 60 because that's a normal price for a classic console. Like I understood that. Mm-hmm. Especially with the games lineup that literally. I mean, this is a person of a game. You're just like, yeah. you know, it'd be no different if you went to the store and bought like the PlayStation Classic Collection for yeah. PS4 that just has 20 PlayStation games on it. Two of which you want to play. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, but I'm excited to have it. I haven't opened it up yet, but like, I'm excited to have it. I wanted one. I reserved one initially before they had all the games, and then once all the games came out, and I realized it was a thing I didn't actually want. Uh, but I'm happy to have it now, especially if I can enhance it. Yeah. So, same. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. But uh, I'm excited for it. But there's all kinds of like 8 bit do already has controller adapters. So you can use like PS3 and PS4 controllers. So I might pick up some of those. So, no, I'm excited for it. I'm going to see how, see how it all works. Because I, I want a thing where I can put basically, I'm just going to load it up with a bunch of multiplayer games so I can take it places and we can have retro multiplayer, you know, type experiences. So, portable, just like machine to take. Party, party, yeah, party machine. Portable party, party machine. machine. 
You know, there that's you what go. they call me. Portal party machine. I was going to make that joke. I didn't. Joe, you you don't ever leave your house. Yeah. Yeah. I hate parties. (laughs) I invited you to a party like a week ago and you didn't come. So, Uh, all right. So that's it for what we've been playing this week. Uh, There's not really any news. So I'm actually, let's just, we're going to do things out of order. Let's get the news out of the way right now because we have a big discussion to get to. So we'll get the one piece of news out of the way in a very quick, the quickest ever lightning round, not lightning round. Uh, for this week so we're doing it out of order normally that comes after the discussions but today we're doing things a little different we're turning the whole year up on its head the whole thing the whole show last show of the year flipping the script Script listen to it upside down flipped are you you done no i'm trying to describe all (laughs) the other ways he's hyping up all of this news yeah we have one piece of news. He's hyping it. And it's just like, yeah. I want people to understand it's a big piece of news. It's a monthly, like, common news item. Yeah, that's right. It is It is the. Uh, it is a feature that we do every every <laughs> month, which is what are the free PlayStation Plus games for the next upcoming month? In this instance, January, which starts tomorrow. Again, it feels it does the day it comes out. Uh, yep. So, uh, the. Uh, uh, I keep wanting to say games with gold, but it's the PlayStation Plus games uh, for this month are uh, for PlayStation 4. uh, You're going to get Fallen Legion Flames of Rebellion, which I have no idea what that is. I'm guessing it's a fantasy game. Probably. Uh, You're going to get Portal Knights, which I doubt is a sequel to Portal. Definitely not that. Uh, And you're going to get Steep. Which is a game that every time it's on sale, I'm really, really close to buying. It's about making tea, right? What? It's about making tea? Yeah, it's a tea-making simulator. You is make. it VR is, as well? Is, is steep no. a tea term? Steeping yeah. your tea is like... When yeah, you like you... dab, dab yeah. the yeah. thingamabobber in it? Yep. Oh, I never heard that term it's before. It's a tea term. Way to ruin my joke. I don't drink tea. <laughs> he's not, he's not civilized enough to get your highbrow Fraser humor. <laughs> unless it's iced tea <laughs> with <laughs> lemonade <laughs> in it. Yeah. Oh, I'm steeping. Uh, yeah, but I'm also, I'm also stoked Thank for you. steep because yeah. I, I love stoked like, for steep. Stoked for steep. Yeah. I'm fucking stoked, dude. Yeah, brah. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I love uh, like snowboarding games. Yeah, like I played steep. They had like a free weekend and I played it a little bit. And I remember not understanding where to go or what to do, but it was, you know, I was playing it in a short, limited time. Uh, but every time it's been on sale, I'm like, oh, it's only like 25 bucks now. Like, that's not that bad. And it, look, it comes with this other thing. And because there's an X Games pack and there's a Olympics, Olympics, Olympics pack. pack. And those are separate. And if I getting the game for free is going to be a big impetus for me going and buying those add-ons if I have fun with the base game. Because I like the Winter X Games and I like the Winter Olympics. So if you put those things in there in a game I already kind of have a basic like of, then I'm totally down. So I'm really excited this is a PlayStation Plus game. Yeah, I almost bought it like a week or two ago because it was on sale and some flash sale they were doing or holiday sale or something. I'm glad I passed on it. Yeah, yeah. it's just like Celeste for me. I almost bought that, and then that's the games for gold this month. Yeah, exactly. So I, uh, I like very actually very rarely end up actually playing the PlayStation Plus games. I'm it's always like, all right, it's free, like I'll get it. But yeah. I'm like, it's usually never something where I'm like, I can't wait to play that. But this is one where I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm gonna fucking yeah. hopefully enjoy this. It was a game that like came out and then went away really quickly, and like you said, it's like always on sale. But yeah. it's a niche game. You like, never really hear anything about it. You didn't no. really hear anything about it when it came out. No. So like, hopefully, it's good. I hear it's fun, and they've made enough expansions for it where they clearly are putting support behind the game, and they weren't just like, "Well, it didn't sell well, throw it in the bin." We don't. Yeah, care. but that's kind of like Ubisoft's like mo. Like, I, I mean, I, maybe it did really good, but it was the same thing with For Honor. Like, it was a game that, like, came and, came and went really quickly. 
but they're still they just had a new expansion for it come out. That must make me think that even though it didn't sell gangbusters, it must did well enough. Or it has like a dedicated enough fan base to make it yeah. like viable to keep going. So I'm totally down for it. I'm you know especially now that it's it is winter and like we're gonna be getting snow and like I'm gonna be stuck inside on days being like I don't want to go outside and snowboard because that's more expensive and a lot of work. So I just play, stay inside and snowboard. <laughs> so so you're also stoked for Steve. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely, bruh. I'm gonna uh, do all the terms. I don't remember any of them, but I'm gonna do all the snowboarding terms. 1080 squid yep. snowboarding. Yep. I'm, I'm goofy to the max. Uh, for PlayStation Three, you're gonna get Amplitude, which is a cool game, and Zone the Ender's HD collection. Cool. But I don't I have like a PS3 Zone anymore. Ender's enough ones. Yeah, that's the thing. There's nothing to play it on. Well, I, I bought it for the 360 when it came out, and I only played Zone of the Enders 1, which is the lesser of the two games, and then I never played the second one. Well, and, now, I, now you can. And then on... Uh, on my non-PS3. That's right. Yeah. And then on PS Vita uh, is also Fallen Legion Flames of Rebellion and Super Mutant Alien Assault. Cool. Generic mix. Yeah, which video sounds like game the name. most generic game ever. Yeah, I'm going to add those to my library and then... Uh, Never play them. No, so the standout is steep. Very excited for that. Yeah. Um, All right, so that'll do it then for the lightning round, which we'll do it for this week. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Goodbye. That would be autopilot. That's not. That's what normally happens. It would be one of our shortest episodes ever, not counting the introductory episode where we just said, "Hey, this is what we're going to be doing. This is fun. Listen, listen to future episodes. Please listen." That was like fifteen five to fifteen minutes. Um, No. All right. So the reason that we put everything all upside down backwards you know as i described earlier we get it in my hype section um listen i was hyped for steep i really wanted to get to that piece. i didn't want steep. to wait i was stoked for steep as we all are we're all stoked for it uh but no the reason for the switch is because the big topic this week because there was no news in the shortened holiday week uh is we're gonna do our game of the year discussion yay, yay. goatee yes it is this show is releasing on the very last day of the year so very apropos that we kind of break down the year in games uh, I went through each of the uh, the Broken Clock podcast people, uh, asked for a top five. Didn't get a top five from everybody. Got a top five from you two, which is why you're here. Uh, Tyler did give us a it's game of the year uh, that he only gave us his game of the year, not a breakdown. Um, so we will mention that when it comes time for it. Um, and then uh, I got games from from Skip as well. So you know those those two from our which isn't really a top five. It's no, just it's just a, the, five, the five games he played. Yeah, well, the five games that he played that also came out this year. So mm-hmm. he played other stuff too, but just the ones that came out this year. So we'll throw those in at the end, along with some listener games of the year. Some listeners wrote in and told us what their games of the year were. So we'll have we'll throw those in at the end uh, as well. But um, we're gonna go through our games of the year, our top five. We all went through and essentially assigned each spot a point value. So if you if it was your number five game, that was one point, two, you know, two, three, so on and so forth from five to one. Uh, all those points then got added up. And so we have a list of 11 games that the three of us deemed to be our top games of the year. Uh, and so some of the ties are in no particular order, but otherwise it goes from the one point that was somebody's number five game all the way. Uh, to the number one that was on all of our lists because that's just the way it, it worked out is if it was on every list it naturally skyrocketed towards the top so you guys ready you ready to talk about the games of the year yes ready to talk about yo favorites here we go number 11 with one point uh this was on john's list so john i'll let you go first uh you put tetris effect yeah on your list tell us why 
Um, I don't really like VR in general. No. I think it's a gimmick that is going to die very soon. But it's a fun um, gimmick. It, it is, but we always complain it's about fun. having to take it all out mm-hmm. and hook it up and have this thing strapped to your face. But um, I love Tetris, and it's probably like my, one of my favorite games of all time. But to have cool Tetris effects going around your face with Tetris effect um, was super awesome. And super jazzy music. Yeah. yeah, no, the music was great. Having all the shit going on all the sides and stuff, except for the dolphins. That was not cool. Oh, yeah. um, John's afraid of the water yeah. or the ocean. Just the ocean. Swimming pools are cool. No fish in there. <laughs> um, but you can play Tetris Effect not in VR, though. You so can, yeah. The dolphin level wouldn't uh, be as unnerving to you, I don't no, think. No, but like my thing with Tetris, too, is like I like little gimmicks on them. So like Puyo Tetris, when that came out, was yeah. like one of my favorite yeah, games. It's, it's a game that you played in... 25 probably different iterations throughout the course of your life so yeah like a Sm- little small change, spices on them. like a little change is enough to be like all right like cool i'll play yeah. it this way well and then this one also encourages you to get tetrises because it has that like freeze moment like you, you build up momentum and then you can put it into like effect mode or whatever that was called yeah the, like the weird slow down deep mode um, I mean, to be fair tetris games always encourage you to get tetrises because that's <laughs> how you get a higher score no, but yeah, like, there's, there's a lot of people that there's just no kinda, incentive. Like, there's, there's a lot of people that just play it just to keep the line like yeah. low. They're not trying to go for the, the full score. Tetris. They're yeah. just trying to like keep not it. lose. Yeah. yeah, so that when it gets faster, that they don't have a higher thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was between that and that other game because VR has um, surprised me this year. Well, not just this year, but since I've been playing it this year, yeah. VR surprised me with another. I mean, it didn't come out this year, but Super Hot was also mm. another one of those that was awesome and uh a standout for vr for me but yeah so tetris effect was my number five pick yeah i had it on my list like i basically took all the games that i played this year and put them on one list and then tried to reorganize them so it was it was definitely on there i just didn't play it enough um because i only played like joe's version of it so i haven't like sat down and gone full in depth with it but i liked what i played of it i had fun i thought i thought the vr effect was cool Granted, we talked we talked about it when we talked about this game when it came out is that you're paying attention to the Tetris board, so you're not necessarily paying attention to your surroundings. But you see them in your periphery and you see them when like you clear something and everything's going crazy around you while you're waiting for the next piece to yeah. come. So Well and the music is cool too, because like every level has its own specific music and every level has its own specific like spin sound and yeah, everything like, like tone that. to the game. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh I agree. It's a very good game. I'm excited to play more of it. Like I'm definitely not done playing that game, but no. I'm excited to play more of it because it is super. It was a little expensive, which I think was kind yeah, of a bummer. Still, forty bucks is a bit too much for, for but, a Tetris game. Yeah, yeah. Even for a VR game, like it's it's True. fully fledged, but it's not because it is just Tetris. Like even if it was like a single player or something, like forty bucks is still a lot. Like I've always wanted to buy um, Super Hypercube, which was like a launch game mm-hmm. for the thing, but it's like forty dollars for just a really kind of basic puzzle game. Is that the one that we played at the demo day? Yeah. The yeah. one where like you, you look around and Yeah, the, the like your it's it adds it adds to the box the block. Yeah yeah and you have to fit it through the hole as, yeah. as it comes closer. I did I did like that game. It was really cool, but day. it's always forty dollars and it's never gone down. And I've always been like it's cool but like a game like this should be something that's like five dollars on your phone. No, it would normally be like a five dollar game on your phone. Not even make like a two dollar game on your phone. Yeah. But just because it's in three D, like all of a sudden they're charging VR. Yeah. Or yeah, uh, VR. All of a sudden they're charging like forty bucks. I'm like, this 20, isn't a full game. Twenty bucks is the sweet spot for that game. Yeah. I would have paid thirty for Tetris potentially. Yeah, that's about the high. Like, I mean, I I paid the forty. I bought it. Yeah. But that's that just was pure curiosity at that point. Yeah. For sure. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. It definitely deserves to be on the list. It was definitely a really great game that not a lot of people paid attention to because it was labeled as a VR game when you can play it without VR. So um, if you're if a super big Tetris fan and you didn't get it because of the it's VR. still at that point, you're just paying $40 for Tetris. Yeah, but it's still a cool, cool music Tetris, Tetris. Yeah. You know, and it's it's a new thing. Like if you like Luminous. Yeah. So uh, very worthwhile game there. All right. Uh, next on the list, also with one point. Uh, was Far Cry 5. Now, Joe, this was your number five game. Yep. Tell us why you put Far Cry 5 on your list. Uh, I, I just really enjoy, like, open-world explorer games. Yep. Um, I always, just Ubisoft games, pretty, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah, just yeah. Ubisoft games. Um, uh, but I was really kind of uh, surprised at how engaged into the story that this game was. I thought it, I found it very interesting. Like, the setting it in Montana, I was like, you know, what can you really do with that? At first, before it came out, I was like, "What can you really do with that?" But they did a really good job. I the um the like the villains and the story and the motivation behind them was all very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ending really caught me off guard. It was one of the most like yeah uh, it, I, intense and like interesting endings that was I wasn't expecting it out of nowhere kind of thing. It is uh, kind of a shame though that like they announced the next Far Cry game, which is a direct sequel for the first time. Like, I yes, don't think it, they've had yes. that. Yeah. before a far cry game and it kind of spoils that ending for anybody that didn't get around to it yet but granted it did come out in like what march or something like it that. it was like, very early in the year yeah yeah um, so it's one of those like you should if you haven't played it by now yeah you know well yeah exactly you probably had a birthday between mm-hmm. now and then maybe yeah. you got it for christmas and you're just trying to power through and the game awards already ruined it for you but but yeah no that's uh i've heard nothing but good things yeah and i know that you talked very highly about it when it came out so mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, I played all the other ones with the exception of two because I couldn't really get into two. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, three and four are, you know, they're fairly standard Ubisoft fair type of game. Yeah. And, like, the characters are also really interesting in this one. But this was the first one where, like, I was like, I want to know what happens next. Like, I want to see where this goes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I really like Far Cry 5. Nice. Not too excited for the sequel just because I don't like post-apocalyptic stuff. That yeah, much. I can like, understand it just that. feels like overplayed, but um, it is. It still has like plots to do with that one. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, based on how the game ended, I'm like, okay, like I still want to know what happens after that. Yeah. So like, I'll play this one just because I want to see where that goes. Well, plus you like the Far Cry games, and this is a Far Cry game, the sequel. So you're. You know, you should still have fun with it because it'll have those Far Cry yeah, elements. Yeah, I, I hate when it gets like the niche stuff. Like, I wasn't too into like Far Cry Primal because it's no. like it's Far Cry, but it's like a uh, caveman Far Cry. What about yeah. Blood Dragon? But you also had no attachment. Blood Dragon to that. was fun, like just because it was so fucking goofy. Yeah, I love Blood Dragon. Yeah, but you also didn't have a, an attachment to the characters in Primal the way that you'll have an attachment to these characters or this story. Well, thread. I mean, everyone's dead at the yeah. end of that True. one, so well, not necessarily the case. Well, so they could come back as a zombie, something like who knows? Mutants. Yeah, exactly. I'm well, the sure main they'll... character and the main villain survive at the end. Oh, there you go. So there you go. Spoilers. Yeah, again. But you already know. Yeah. But yeah, for anyone who didn't play and doesn't care, because I'm assuming if you hadn't played at this point, the game ends with a nuclear bomb. Uh, being de- or a bunch of nuclear bombs being detonated and you end up uh, in the bomb shelter with the main villain of the game. It's the only the two of you are the only survivors mm. and he has you chained like handcuffed to the like the stairs like the ladder and he's just like it's like it's just you and me now like yeah. I'm now it's time for me to like preach to you and you're just like fuck that's dark. <laughs> yeah. 
That's really that's it's, a really. It cool just idea. ends with like, as far as you know, the only two people left alive, and you're just fucking handcuffed Jesus. to a fucking ladder with like a, a crazy man. cult leader yeah. leader just being like, it's just the two of us, and we're gonna spend the rest of our lives with you just listening to me preach to you. Yeah, I was like, damn, dark. So I want to know what happens with that. Mm-hmm. And I should say, going forward, we'll probably mention spoilers for any game that's on this list, but all of them are old enough, or we've talked about spoilers before, so um, don't be surprised. Yep. Uh, all right, next on the list is Mario Tennis Aces, which was actually my number four game of the year. Um, so I will talk about that. I, I really like Mario Tennis. I've always liked the Mario sports games. Um, and this one just felt super fun. Like the tennis, like both playing with motion controls, which I'm glad wasn't the default way it forced you to play. With the Joy-Con, it felt normal. It felt fine. Like I enjoyed playing it that way, but I also really enjoyed playing it in handheld mode on Switch, playing it on TV mode, playing with other people. Like the characters are all different enough. The supers are all cool, and there's value in it. There's, a, there's enough a single of a single-player campaign. There's a single-player campaign where you're going through the map. Like, it was certainly the most fleshed out. I mean, not counting the like Game Boy like RPG, color RPG yeah. ones yeah. from back in the Mario day. Mario Tennis and Mario Golf. Yeah. 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 Uh, considering like, the ones that had come out in recent years. Yeah. Especially the last one, which had like yeah, the Wii U nothing, nothing, on it. nothing to it. It was yeah. just like the characters and courses go play tennis. Yeah, which is fine, but not for full price game. Like this no. was a full price game, and that's, it felt like a, a full price game. That's a like twenty dollars. Yes, like uh, mini games, mini games essentially. Thing. Yeah, no, this is not what that is at all, which was great. Uh, but I really like the I really like the Mario sports games. I like the way they blend <laughs> both the sport with the cartoony over the top world that is the Mushroom Kingdom. So I, I I'm not still playing it though I need to go back and play more of it but I played they just a ton of it. a new character yeah uh, and I got to go get all the other characters and everything so I I just I had a blast with it I had a lot of fun playing with other people it was a good party game yeah doing four player you know doubles was was a ton of fun and there's a there's enough of a learning curve where yeah you could just hit it back and forth or you could really get into the supers you could really get into the slowing down time mechanic was a lot of fun. I mean, just the couple of games that we played that very first weekend, like we had a crazy amount yeah, of fun. Yeah, super intense. Yeah, rallying back and forth. So I know we talked about that on the here before. And yeah, I just said I had a bowl of fun with it. And that's what I expect from a game like that. It doesn't need to be the most you know high def, in-depth thing. It just has to hold my attention. And it did. So that's why uh, Mario Tennis Aces was on my list at number four. So that one got two points. Uh, also with two points, this is John's number four is Monster Hunter World. Um, yeah, I wish I could have played more of it, but I think, uh, I was trying to, like, do the, like, only play this with Joe thing. So, like, um, Joe ended up buying me a copy of it. Um, don't play games just with Joe. Don't, yeah, don't, don't only <laughs> play things with you. Joe. Um, he, like, it came out, you said something about it, and I was like, oh, I wanted to play it. Then you're like, here's a copy. <laughs> just send me a link to it. Um. But it's perfect for people who, like, are brand new to the series and perfect for people who aren't brand new to the series where it's, like, got this weird middle ground. Um, the, like, areas aren't in, like, so the other Monster Hunter games, every area was its own area and, like, it was completely separate from everything else. This one has a semi-seamless world where, like, you still crawl through holes so, like, you can tell that, like, that's where it's loading or whatever. Um, but it's still, like, this seamlessly open world um, and it did a good job of bridging the gap because, like, the other games were just too hard for me um, in the fact that it's just like, 
here's a world, go fight monsters. You had to be a, a Monster Hunter fan, fan like yeah. a player, a person who plays Monster Hunter games. It's like the Dark Souls games. Mm-hmm. You don't just pick up Dark Souls and play it. You have to be like a person who's geared towards those games. Yeah. And this one was the most accessible. Yeah, and there's enough content to it where like you constantly find yourself grinding characters and stuff like that. And like once you got good enough to like fight these monsters, like the first time you fight them, it's like, I'm going to fucking die the whole time. And then, like, eventually you get better and better, like, weapons. And you understand your weapons more. Like, every weapon has its own, yeah. um, like, combo tree and everything like that. So, like, once you, you know, get ranked up, you're like, oh, I'm crushing these. The, like, that were super hard. Now they're super easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the first, like, time in the first level where the... Um, Rapidus? The Adrath or whatever it was called. Oh, Andrath, yeah. Andrath, the, the T-Rex looking thing. Yeah. The first time that, like, comes out of nowhere, like, walks on the map and you freak out and then that feeling later on where like you're like i'm gonna fucking murder you yeah. stupid t-rex dude give me your teeth i'm gonna yeah. make something brutal out of it i'm coming for your tail asshole um but also uh i don't know if this is in the other ones because i didn't play the other ones long enough to know but the monsters fight themselves in this one so like um they're like the t-rex is fighting that giant lizard thing and then you had like the pekka pekka i think it was what it was Pick-a-picky. called um the, like they would they would interact with each other too which was cool because I've we were like hunting one at one time and the like Andrath came out of nowhere and started like beating the crap out of it and I'm just like I'm gonna sit and watch like yeah. <laughs> just let them deal with each other yeah if you're gonna fight each other that's that's fine and then like that's I'll, smart hunting though yeah no and that's that's great you get a little cat character yeah. and everything so it's a little strategy that you can put in the game yeah I didn't end up finishing it um, same here just because. Uh, like, I was only trying to stick around. I think other stuff came out also. Well, for you, but I think I was mostly just waiting for you to, to, yeah. to, to play it. Um, but and that's fine. I, I can go back to it and play it on my own. Um, but we did put a shitload of time into it for what we had. Are you excited for the uh, the upcoming expansion that they recently announced? The uh, with uh, Garals or whatever. Yeah, and just is. like snow, the like and, Winter World yeah. stuff. I don't particularly care because I don't like The Witcher, or I haven't gotten into The Witcher. No, it's not, the Witcher, Witcher is separate. separate. There's, oh, is it really? There's yeah. a main expansion where it's um, it's winter based, like it's ice. It's like ice. Yeah, it's like the ice oh, world. Oh, sweet! That'll yeah. be cool. Yeah, and then the Witcher thing is just like a side DLC. Gotcha. Yeah, so yeah. it's separate. The main expansion is the Iceborne or whatever it's called. That'll uh, probably get me to. To, to play the game again. Yeah, for sure. I'll play it again. Yeah, nice. well, when that's about to come out, you'll be itching to finish the story so you can play that. Yeah, there's always a game that I like when I'm going through my list of stuff. I'm like, I really should go back and play more of that because yeah. that game was great. Well, and like, you know, when you're, you leave your Xbox for a bit, it has that thing that comes over and it starts like showing you achievements you're really close to. Mm-hmm. All of them are Monster Hunter. It's like, come on, you're 90% of the way there to this. I'm like, just, just fucking stop. <laughs> um, and it's cool. The, the cool thing about that came from everything I read because I didn't get a chance to play it was that it um it was like you said it was accessible for new people but that it also still felt enough like a monster hunter game where the diehards could could still, still enjoy, enjoy it. it yeah yeah it's not like oh you changed everything about this so that way new people could play i don't like this it's no this is awesome oh and my friend who hates monster hunter games also likes it because it's awesome great yeah that's awesome i think it's this is the first like big one for the the western world like when they've this come was out, the, they've this been was the super one that niche was titles. made with like uh, enticing American audiences yeah. in yeah. mind. Because yeah. like I know people that that were excited when the Wii U one and the 3DS one like connected to each other, and when those games came out, I knew yeah. people that were excited. But I know a lot more people who talked about it this time than they did last. Yeah. Time. yeah. When working at GameStop, you saw a lot of like the super fans yeah. come in to buy the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
Yeah, good for Monster Hunter. It was a, a nice surprise given that we didn't know what to expect from the, for sure. yeah. this new, bigger version of the game mm-hmm. in this long-running franchise. Uh, let's see. Next up on the list is my number three game, which is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And the only reason that it's so like in the middle is it just came out. So I didn't get to put as much time into it as I put into other games this year, which is not its fault. It's just it's a, it's a newer game, so it has to slide down a little bit. But I'm I'm absolutely loving it still. You know, playing it at friends' houses because it's it feels like a proper Smash as opposed to just like oh it's. It's they tried, yeah, you know, because the Wii U one and the 3DS one were good, and they were Smash and more Smash, but they didn't feel they, the same. They weren't like that. That was a, a an instance of them trying to make it more accessible to other people, yeah, and it ruined kind of the 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 feel of the game itself because yeah. they tried to they toned down a lot of like the more complex. Uh, Action stuff like that, like the wave yeah. dashings yeah. and the combos and the certain type of things that you could do uh, to make it more accessible to random people. And because of that, it didn't feel as much of a fighting game. It just kind no. of felt more of a party game yeah. than a complex fighting game that you could also just play as a party game. Correct. Uh, and this one doesn't feel like that because I've talked about it before where the place that I go hang out, like the friend's house I particularly go to is a lot of diehard, like still plays melee routinely smash fans. And they were down on all of the other ones. So anytime I got it, you couldn't bring it over there and play with the Smash fans because they hated it. Yeah. This isn't that. They're hyped to play it. They're excited to play it. I don't want to play that casual shit. Yeah, exactly. And this, granted, this is more casual than, say, like a Melee. It's not as in-depth. Some of that stuff is back. And it just and the addition of having every single character that's ever been in the game having all of the stages that's ever been in the game, plus new characters, new stages. I love the Inklings. I love playing as those those characters. I like that stage. I like all of the music that's in this game. Uh, the world of light is really cool, and that's something that I need to play more of because I just I like going through and mixing the different Not as spirits. good as Subspace Emissary, but no, still it's not. better We're, than nothing. Yeah, and we've talked about it before. It could use cutscenes. It could use more of a story, story feel as opposed to just to hit all the points on the map. But... Yeah. You know, that's a that's a small gripe in what is otherwise a game I really, really love and will continue to keep playing uh, as opposed to some other. Like I said, I haven't continued to play Mario Tennis, even though it is also a game I really enjoyed this one. I feel like I'm going to be playing it a lot longer uh, because it is just well, and more so, people want to play it with. Yeah. Too. And it's, yeah, it's more of a familiar franchise, so it's, it's easier to do the uh, the multiplayer aspect of it. But yeah, I, uh, at first it wasn't going to be on the list because it is so new. But when I was looking at everything, I was like, you know what? I do really love this game and wanted to wanted to put it on my top five. So that was my number three game. All right. We're, uh, we're getting into we're halfway through now. Uh, we have Joe's number three game up here on the list and that's red dead redemption 2 mm-hmm. now, i thought this would have ranked higher for you i uh, thought it would have ranked lower yeah uh, honestly i'm more along the lines of thinking like john where uh i complained about this game a lot when i was you playing did. it there you were not one of those people that at the very beginning was like greatest game ever super hyped you were yeah. you had and i don't know necessarily know if i was being super critical of the game just because Everybody was talking about how great it was, and yeah, everyone was overhyped. already expecting it to be the greatest game of all time yeah. when it came out. So yeah. I was like, well, I'm going to look at it with a critical eye at this point. But there are certainly a whole lot of access to aspect, aspects to this. I have a cold, so my, yeah. I'm all stuck. No, so this really isn't, this isn't new, the microphone. You, you just can't flag. talk. Yeah. 
there, there are a lot of aspects of this game that I complained about. Um, but it's still undeniably a fantastic game. Yeah. That, like, no matter how much I want to nitpick and find things to complain about, the good in this game really, really does outweigh the bad. It does feel really bloated. It does feel like there's a lot of unnecessary, like, mechanics that they put in this game to make it, like... Uh, too, too realistic, I guess. Yeah, like, I remember watching you playing it, and you were like, oh, you can, like... Uh, add food to your camp so that everyone's like not hungry, and I was like, "Wait, why? Why does this need to be in here?" Yeah, like the managing your camp. Stuff yeah, like and then that. like you and have your camp's bank and all that stuff. It's especially weird because all of that stuff goes away halfway through the game. So I was like, "I'm so glad I spent like wasted all this time and wasted all of this money." Yeah, hunting food for doing your camp. all this stuff. Like, yeah, hunting. Collecting items, collecting money, like donating yeah. all this money, it and it just then, doesn't matter. And it didn't matter, mm-hmm. like in the end. Um, so and, and here we here I am, like already also just like nitpicking nitpicking through this game. But but in the end, I was super engrossed in an amazing story. Yeah, the acting was incredible. The graphics were like just jaw droppingly beautiful at times. Yeah. Um. It does enough to make up for the perceived shortcomings yeah. to still land on the list, but not enough to be high. Well, anything that big is going to have complaints anyway just because it's that big. Like, yeah. You're going to have things that you don't like because there's not, 700 things. Not to... necessarily. Uh, it's going to come up later on, but like I have very little com- to complain about God of War, and that game was massive as well. True. But, but it wasn't is, an open world game. This is bigger than that. It was, it was an open world game. Was it? God of War? Yeah, it was completely open world game. Yeah, it's more linear. Than, it's more linear, it's than linear in the way that it leads you, but yeah. you can go back and visit anything yeah, at yeah. any point open Correct. world style. Yeah. It's so it's, yeah, it's a linear open world as opposed to a true like Red Dead is a true open world mm. where you can do whatever you want in any order. Difference between old open world and sandbox. Yeah. Yes. 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 Red Dead is a, a sandbox, sandbox game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um so but like I've talked to enough people about Red Dead, because obviously it's one of the biggest games of the year. Like we talked about it when it came out, how it sold more than anything, had the biggest three day weekend, like all these other different milestones that it hit so everyone talked about red dead so i you know i talked to different people about red dead and like my roommate didn't finish it we were just talking to tyler tyler didn't finish it like because the game like i said the game is very very bloated yeah you could remove large sections of that game and they would have little to no effect on the story whatsoever but you that they just feel like they're there to almost pad out the game because they were like we got to add an extra 20 hours, so let's just like yeah. add all this crap into it. But you know if they took some of that stuff out, there would be people nitpicking how it's not this authentic cowboy game because why can't I do X, Y, and Z? Right. They're not building a world. They're building a game. Yeah. So it's it's the weird dichotomy of do you build a fully fleshed out world where you can watch a guy wait for his wife and it does that in real time? Or what was it? Didn't you have to like – I forget where I heard it, but somebody like – was helping a guy get injured and like you like watched him get better over time and you're just like okay that's really cool but did we really need to do that like did that have to get built into the game right no probably not uh but again but they're trying to build a world yeah it's so authentic to a fault almost right. because there's too much right? yeah and it's too long yeah so i get but that. still like yeah. the, the sum of all the parts in the end came out better than the negative aspects of it yeah yeah. How many like, hours I, did you I think felt, you played it? How many hours? Yeah. I don't know if it I don't know if it actually had it in there, but uh it had been over like fifty hours probably. I think it tells you when you boot it up. But granted, possibly I, I don't I don't pay attention also usually. I think the PS4 things. does that, but the Xbox does 
shenanigans. Um, and you did you you didn't play much of online past like that first day, right? No, I. I it definitely seems like something that where you need people to play with, and sure. I didn't have anyone to play with. Yeah, you need a gang. Yeah, you, yeah. The the whole point is you're supposed to like make your cowboy gang and your yeah. posse and go out and like do cowboy missions together. And if you're playing by yourself, and I don't want to like jump into games with randos and stuff. No, no, because randos are awful. Yeah, but and I'm sure if I got into that, I would. It would just be another like bonus aspect to enjoying it. I'm, yeah. I'm sure it's fun, but. I didn't have it wouldn't put with. it over the edge for her. No, no. I, I I was strictly interested in the single player campaign. Uh, all right. So now we're into our top, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, top five. So that was six through 11 of our games of the year so far. So now we're in the top five. These are ones that I think were on everybody's. Uh, nope. Oh, no. No. The next two are actually just John specific ones, though they were played by other people. They just didn't make our list. Yeah. Uh, so the next game on the list with four points uh, so is Dead John's Cells. number two. This is John's my number, number two, two game. Yeah. Dead Cells. Dead Cells. Now you've talked about Dead Cells a lot. I know Joe talked about it. Uh, we're, I already made sure you guys aren't plagiarizing any of your opinions on why these are on your game of the year list. <laughs> it wasn't on my game of the year. No, it wasn't. It was, uh, but it was like but it's seven on ours, or eight for you, collectively. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, why it made our list royal we yes. royal hour uh, list. Uh, so, John, tell us why you put Dead Cells number two. On your uh, I list. I played this game probably the most out of every game I've played this year, except for Yakuza. But Yakuza didn't come out this year, so that doesn't count. Um, but God, this game's so much fun, and the music was always stuck in my head. The game's beautiful for a cel-shaded game it's got a so decent amount or not cel-shaded uh, pixel art game um it's got a decent amount of, uh, amount of good humor in it and like it's just compelling enough to be like oh just one more oh just one more um it and, is a game where once you get the hang of it and you know what you're doing you can blow through it so fast that like you feel like a badass <laughs> yeah like i felt like i was like the you know you get your your first two weapons when you start out um, there is a trophy for beating the game with a starting weapon, and I, from like the point where I got plus weapons on everything, I was just like, I'm gonna try it every time. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna try with a shield. Like, and most games where like you have an option for weapons, like I don't feel compelled to use anything but the weapon that's my favorite or like the yeah. second weapon that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. This one, I was just like, I'm gonna try everything. Like, there's a because weird... everything. Yeah, you might as well. Feels viable. Yeah, there's like a weird thing that shoots this like green blob to the ceiling or or the floor, and it shoots like turrets at people. And like, I was like, I've never seen that before. I'm gonna get really good at this one, um, because it's it's rewarding. Like the game is super rewarding. It's also super penalizing when you die with ninety you know cells and you're ready to be at the last boss. But um, my god, this game was so much fun, and it's a completely unique game in the fact that like it is a roguelike game, but I've never played one that's like this. It's because it's so fast paced. Yeah, it like uh, I, I would actually fluid. liken it. I I believe we talked about it on like playing it this way in the podcast, but like I kind of liken it to like Tony Hawk. Mm. Where, like, you have your way that you play Tony Hawk, and, like, you have your, like, perfect run that you have mapped out on all things, and you start to level up, and you, like, do your perfect run. Yeah. And you just feel so, like, accomplished when you do it. Yeah. It's the same when this game is, like, so fast-paced, and you can blow through it so quickly that you're just like, all right, I know, like, my perfect way I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then, like, you feel, like, accomplished as you're, you're like, yeah. pulling it off. You're like... 
oh uh, yeah like it just feels like it hits that sweet spot yeah where every move that you made is precise enough to do the exact yeah. thing that you wanted it to do without fucking up and you're it like, makes me oh. feel like uh, I, I can imagine how like speedrunners feel yeah. when you're running like a perfect run in a game mm-hmm. you get so good at it and like so accustomed to it even though it changes up so much that like you f- you really kind of feel like you're good at it when mm-hmm. you play it well, and, like, I think the risk-reward in this game is, like, the most, my most, like, endearing thing about it is just, like, like, there's certain areas where I'm, like, there, there are multiple ways to get to the final levels or, you know, the, the bosses the and levels. stuff like that. Um, well, not, I'm just saying, like, there's multiple paths, so, like, you mm-hmm. can go to the sewer first or you can go to the, um... The tower. No, like, the tower's in between that, but, um, the, the like, still village oh, yeah, still and stuff village. like that. Um, so, like, you could do it multiple ways, and at one point, there's a before you get to the last boss, you can do like an optional mini boss run. Like you can go left instead of going right, sort of thing. And there's times where I'm just like, I think I'm bad enough to badass enough to do this. Like I'm gonna go in and and like yeah. And then you get to the end and you get like your gold weapon. You're just like, oh, the the final boss is gonna be crushed because of this, or you die. And then you're just like, no, that was I was so close. Like just I I, I can do it then next time. Yeah. That games that give you that internal feeling of no, 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 just one more. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. Okay. All right. If I don't do it this time, then I'm definitely going to put it down. Yeah. Okay. No. All right. Give me one more Which run. Which is like, that's like the Tony Hawk run for me where I'm yeah. like, I need to get the perfect run each yeah. time. Yeah. And I like, I go and I like fuck up. I'm like one more. Yeah. Okay. One more. I know more. I can do this. Okay. One more. No, yeah. I'm going to get, I'm going to get that fucking like, I'm going to get all five of those tapes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna spell I'm skate. Gonna, I'm gonna get spell skate. <laughs> I'm gonna get the gold uh, emblem for like the high score. Yeah, whatever. You, yeah. So games like that are inherently awesome, anyway. And this is just one of the best examples of a game like that. that yeah. When you're playing it, it internally you feel like the struggle of no, no, no. I got this. Like, mm-hmm. I know I can. One more second. Hold on. Let me restart. Okay, I can do this. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm zen. Everybody, shut up. Like, <laughs> are you making? Are you clicking outside in the hallway? I can hear that. And you're fucking with everything. I need you to stop. <laughs> so nice. Yeah. Now, have you gone back and played any of the updates? I know you had originally turned that turn off, off because you it's didn't not, want them, but they're not out yet. Oh, okay, they're not out yet. Um, they but, keep saying like they're coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I wonder if they're getting enough backlash from people that are like, no, like you're shutting off like people who are new to this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still haven't turned updates on. All right. Uh, so number four on our list of top games of 2018 is a controversial one. Not because it's on the list, but because it could have been on more people's list. But some people, Joe, are assholes. Uh, and that is with mm-hmm. this. Is now, John, you're going to get to go again because this is your number one game of the year. Yes. A Way Out. Now, you got to play this because Joe cheated on me. Uh, and we had played through half of the game together. And then he went, no, what? I'm going to play with John now. So, John, tell us why you put John got really interested in hearing me talk about how great the game was. Yeah, I, me like, too. Oh, I want to play it. That, so was, I was, like, okay. that was my first uh, uh podcast experience with you guys where you're talking about this game and i was just like what is this game and then and then i found out that it was only 30 bucks and i was like all right so you get a free copy to play with somebody else essentially although we played split screen anyway yeah Yeah. so just to refresh people's memories a way out was a smaller game that came out this year about escaping from prison it's entirely co-op you have to play with another person it can be online it can be couch um, but no single player whatsoever. Nope. Uh, and Joe and I had originally played it cause I, what did we buy? I bought it at Best Buy cause mm-hmm. I said, Oh, you don't need a second copy to play it. Yeah. Perfect. And it's only 30 bucks. Yeah. And, and the Best Buy discount made it $24. Yeah. So yeah. it was like a $24 co-op game. Sure. Yeah. Why not? So I didn't get to finish it because you went through and finished it. And that kind of took the wind out of my sails to like go back and finish it with you. But 
Uh, but John, go ahead. You got to finish it. You made it your number one game. Go well, ahead. And he, tell us here's why. the hard part: is I don't want to ruin the ending for him. No, yeah. Try not to spoil it because so, the but, ending is what makes yeah. this game amazing. It's a it's an incredibly emotionally so compelling <laughs> game. Like I felt it threw me through such a goddamn yeah. loop at yeah. the end. I legit almost started crying. Wow. No, it's an incredibly See, emotionally driven game. This could have made my list, but I didn't get to finish uh. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, not just that, but, like, even the small stuff to it. Like, there's so much to this game that's not just a game. It was such a, like, a fleshed game. out world that it did... This $30 weird little experimental game did not need to have as much detail put into it as the guys did with this game yeah honestly like i can blame you a lot for not getting to finish it because we were because we spent so much time like but i also kind of yeah i also kind of blame the game makers in the best way possible that you and i got so doing sidetrack playing horseshoes playing darts playing playing basketball basketball with a kid yeah playing basketball with a kid you sleeping with my wife yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) i was flirting with your wife while you were trying to teach your kid like life lessons or whatever well there's Um, there's Connect Four, so we played a decent amount of Connect Four. Oh, see, I didn't get to play any of um, that game later. There's yeah. a, yeah. there's a, the very like first thing that you can do was like the arm push-ups. Uh, oh, in the prison. In the prison, where like, I was like, uh, what are the kind of push-ups are you doing that aren't arm push-ups? No, they're like, uh, they're like levitation. <laughs> it's where you're like uh, bar push-ups. Yeah. Oh you're, yeah, yeah. You're, like put the squat push-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like we were doing that, and somebody like one of the prisoners was like, "Oh, I heard eighty was the max." Somebody did. I was like, "Motherfucker, I'm no, gonna do eighty-one." So I did eighty-one, and I got down, and I was like, "I could fucking do eighty-two. And I was like, "You piece of shit!" And he's like, "You do it, I'm gonna do it." And he's like, "I'm doing eighty-two." As, <laughs> as far as we know, that game probably is like two hours long. And we spent 10 hours doing everything else. But that's fine. Yeah. That's what makes it good. Like yeah. We talked about it on the episode where we talked about us playing it and how much fun that we had. And like I, I think maybe Connect 4 was the thing where like we heard about it after the fact. We're like, well, we got to go back and play that. Like, I, I, can't, I think that was the last thing I said about this game was I can't wait to go play that before never touching it again. <laughs> but no, but there is so much stuff to do and all of it is fun. Playing... Uh... Guitar and piano. Oh yeah, there's like yeah. A, yeah. Doing that. Well, we, we missed that. Yeah, uh, we, we, that was uh, that was at the farmhouse. Uh, we we didn't flesh out the farmhouse enough. We were playing horseshoes. Mm-hmm. We spent yeah, we spent way too much time playing horseshoes. Yeah, but there's also like multiple ways of doing stuff. So like you got past that. Yeah, because you saw you went to the um, trailer park, Adam. Yeah, the trailer um, park. Yeah, we got to dart. We got to baseball. So you can sneak by. No, baseball. The, we basketball was after baseball. Okay, then yeah, yeah. yeah. You can sneak by the the police. We're, we're judging the game. By the mini, the mini games, games. The mini games. Okay. you can sneak by the police uh, on the bridge, or you can just drive through. And so Joe and I just like as our respective characters just kind of went. Um, well, you we did your way last time, so now we're gonna do my way. So like that time, we we're just like, fuck it, I'm just driving, and we just, <laughs> so we just drove and like just ran stole, into stole a person a car and just like fucking plowed through it. Yeah, yeah. and then we got to the the Whereas house. I think and me and you, we went underneath the bridge. We did, yeah. yeah. We avoided, and it. the one guy was like terrified of heights and kept like. Talking about how scared he was. Yeah. Yeah, and then we we did the uh, the sneaky way into the house instead of the letting the horses go. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, no, we held them up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's like multiple ways of doing it. The characters are incredibly fleshed out for like who they are. They are kind of archetypes of just generic. But like, it does, but it's done prisoners. so well. Like the yeah. mocap's done well. The voice yeah. acting's done well. Like it does so many things right. And like Joe said, it it has no. Like, no reason to be as good as it was, considering Absolutely it, was not. A, it was a guy who made an indie game before that, which was well-received. Because it was the Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, right. Taro Two Sons. Yep. 
So that game was well received, but on a much smaller scale. And this was, this game was on E3's, uh, EA's E3 show last year. Like this was a game they put in enough faith in to show off and for good reason. For sure. It's the only reason why I was at all intrigued by it. And I would have passed on it had it been a $60 game that Joe also had to pay $60 for. But the way in which they went about it is it's definitely an under the radar game. Like, yeah, this I feel thing... like it did not get nearly as much credit for being an amazing game that it did. No. Unfortunately, it has very little replay value. Like, other than doing things the Trust other me, way. I know. <laughs> <laughs> other than doing things I'll like the, the, the separate I, way. Multiple times I've I said know, we I could know. totally play this again. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. you two should play it. That's Leave true. me out of it. That's this right. Time. Yeah, we'll swap characters so you can be the other one. No, because I want to figure you, out what happened to my guy. Who did you play? I don't remember. It, well, uh, did you play like the like? I can't remember the names, but I was the uh, the skinny like Guido guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were you the, were the guy who had been in before. I was the person who was probably wrongly the, in the prison. New guy. Yeah, yeah. I was the one who didn't have a wife and a kid. Whichever one that was. Yeah, because I, I was definitely the guy flirting that the trailer with. Part. Okay, so I played as the wife and the kid dude when I played with Joe. Yeah, we I, we switched where I played the other guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was like, I want to see like from the other guy's perspective. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it's it it is a, like. I really want to go back and figure... I didn't know that the ending was that, like, crazy. Oh, my God. The ending... I mean, it's my game of the year. So, like, yeah. it's clearly... It's up there, and it made me feel more than most movies I've ever wow. seen. Like, yeah. It was... And it was so cinematically done. It oh, felt of course. Like, it felt like a movie. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, because it's... Really, a movie like, that there's I... Like, there's, like, a kind of, like, corny, over-the-top part before that. Yeah. Where you're, like... That's to be expected, though. Where, like, they tried to make it into, like, an action game for some reason. Yeah. And then, like, immediately after that, like, you get hit with so much stuff that you're just like, holy fuck. Yeah. Which holy, fuck, there fuck, was, there fuck. was a point where me and John, like, our jaws dropped and we, like, looked at each other and we were like, did that just fucking happen? Yeah. No, it's it's phenomenal. And, and again, I, it, it doesn't have any right to be this good. And and if anybody else is listening to this hasn't played it and you have one friend in your life who plays video games, fucking play that game. Or you don't care if playing with a rando. Because like you can just get matched up with a random person. Oh, you and, can. And you can. It really, the way that the game ends, like you need to kind of have a connection with the person that you're playing with. You should play the game the whole way through with one other person. Yes. With one person, yeah. but with somebody that you know. Like, yeah. Honestly, like even I would recommend play it. Couch co-op. Couch co-op. Yeah. Because, like, being there with the other person... Yeah, because when we played... Feels we were, a lot more... Imp- we played online. Yeah, with headsets. And with right. headsets. So we were joking around. Like, but like I said, like, when this time. happened, like, me and John were just, like, shooting, like, looks at each other going, like, yeah. what the fuck, dude? What the fuck? Yeah. Like, having Super the person intense. that you're playing yeah. there with you, you feel a lot more invested because you're also, like, the way that these characters interact with each other, you're like... They're, You're, they you feel friends. incredibly yeah. invested in like yeah. making sure their story so like having that other person there with you you're like uh, it just adds so much to it yeah so yeah and, and even the parts that I played which was I think probably halfway through I would say yeah oh, you, yeah, got, you yeah. got halfway through um, I like Joe like I think that was some of the most fun that I've had when Joe and I were playing the co-op just like laughing and joking and it, around and it only and... honestly gets better from there nice like the whole uh hospital scene where it's like portrayed in like that one shot like yeah where like the camera's going like out the window and then coming and it keeps like swipping uh switching between who's the main focus of the character and stuff yeah it's like uh it's like if yeah if if the camera were real 
and two you know things are happening at the same time instead of cutting the camera would go outside of the building could go down two levels go back into the window and follow the second yeah person. and then nice. like go and like go through an air vent and then like come out like in the you know the parking garage while yeah. like something else is going on and stuff and we were just you know watching at that point going like man like the this cinematography is so good. <laughs> of this is amazing yeah so um, yeah i yeah truly a great game it Totally deserves a lot more credit than it than it got. Yeah. All right. Well, it made our it made our top five. So uh, number three. Well, we're moving on now to number three. This was a game that was on two lists, I think. Just two of us. Mine and two ish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two ish because one of them John did have is like his he number five decide. was split between two, and I said because we already have this one on the list, we put the other one. So yeah. uh, it is also a newer game, at least to the PlayStation audience, and that's Beat Saber. It's my game of the year. It is Joe's game of the year. Now, this was my number five game. Um, it's my number one game. Just because I didn't get to play it as much as I wanted to, even though I absolutely love it. So, Joe, since this is your number one game, go ahead, take it away. Why? Is this your game of the year? Well, of all of the games on this list, uh, I'll admit like I didn't play too much of this game just simply because I hit a wall, you know, probably fairly early on because we looked at like the the yeah we got to what, of like how the much there was to, yeah we got to, like something? 18 of like 30 something 35 or something like that was it even higher I, it was, like, I, I think it was higher yeah yeah um so we like i hit the wall of the part where i'm like i i just suck at this point and i just haven't gone back to play it again mm-hmm. um but the reason i put this one as my number one game of the year is for one thing it's a truly ingenious game it really is it is. It was something that I never would have ever considered, and then once I saw that it was a thing, I was like, "Man, whoever came up with that, like, Smart. got something that's like super simple. Like, oh yeah, obviously you would do something like that. Yeah. How did no one else think of this up until this point? Yeah. Um, you took the rock band amplitude guitar hero like formula and just like was like, how do I make this even more awesome? Yeah. Uh, so it was an ingenious idea right off the bat. Uh, and I really, really liked it. And the thing is that even though I hit the wall and I like just couldn't get past those levels, fuck, I really wanted to get past those levels because I really, really wanted to see more of this game. And I will go back at some point and like actually you know dedicate a lot of time to getting yeah. better at it so that I can get beyond those things. Uh, but the big thing, the reason I put this so high was it's the only game on this list that has seriously had me consider dropping like fifteen hundred to two thousand oh, dollars on a PC, oh, on, a PC. on like a new gaming PC, on an HTC Vive headset. They came out with the wireless adapter for the HTC Vive, so you don't have to worry about all the fucking cables and stuff yeah. like that. I still always sit there and like look at those things on Amazon, thinking to myself like. I could drop the money on this if I really wanted to. And the reason being is because you can do your own And songs. it was just because I just wanted to play more Beat Saber. Yeah. Like, if you came to me and said, would you spend 1500 to $2,000 for more Red Dead? I would be like, fuck no. Get yeah. the hell out of here. 60 bucks was more than enough. Yeah. If you were like, would you drop it on any of the other games I would have had on this list? No. Nothing would ever make me consider spending that much money. Beat Saber has made me yeah. consider spending that much money. Yeah. And that stands for something. Oh, absolutely. Really, really, like, you know, big at that point. Where if you make a game that I just... Because, like, I can't even count how much money I dropped on Rock, Rock Band. Band. Oh, yeah. Buying... Same. I have... Well, you have over 300 songs. No, I... More way, than way that. more than that. 
the, the one game has like 120. Yeah, probably, it's, oh, that's it's true. Like games songs. Yeah. Yeah. I think 900 songs. Probably as close to 1,000, right I would, I would yeah. venture. I haven't seen your library, but knowing what I spent on Rock Band. Adding the games just from each game. Yeah. Like Rock Band. Well, there's been 51 songs in every game. So that's really? times that's three. It? Yeah. Because um, we played the infinite set lists. One yeah, is but, true, yeah. Um, but that's times But also four. that's, a, that's, that's rock times plus, four. plus like the ACDC pack, the Green Day pack, yeah. the Country Pack country, 1 and 2, rock. the Pop pack, the yeah. Rock pack. Yeah. All of these different packs that I also yeah. got all those. Lego. All that. So yeah, Lego Rock Band. Yeah. So like I can't even count how much money I spent on Rock Band. I'm wow. totally willing to spend that much money on more Beat Saber as well just because yeah. I enjoyed it so much. The Not piece... only that, like a Beat Saber... Cut, uh, like a fully customized music. Uh, yeah, like a fully customized because I've watched I've watched tons of videos on YouTube of people playing like custom songs. Yeah, and the custom like, songs is what you get the PC for. Yeah, and right. it's, PlayStation it's like, doesn't have. That. It's just like watching yeah. someone be like, you know, I'm gonna play like the Mario theme. I'm yeah. gonna play this song. I'm gonna play this song. Just me sitting there going like, you know, what's the song I really like? Let me see if there's a version of that on this. Sure Chains enough, I look it up. Yeah, there it is. And I'm like, because the thing about the the actual game, like the PlayStation version of the game. I don't really care about all of the like techno music. Yeah, it's generic it's, it's techno interesting music. enough to yeah. like that I want to like play along with it. But if I could play songs that I actually like and yeah. like jam to the songs that like really get into like something I really enjoy, now that's fucking cool. Yeah. So yeah. it's simply because of the fact that like not a lot of games would make me want to spend so much money to play more and like also i consider like other vr you know hcc vive vr games to play it wouldn't be the only thing you play it wouldn't be the only thing i would play but that's the one that like really has me going like fuck i want to play more of that yeah this is a cat and i want to play like a better version a more fleshed out version with more content to it honestly i the i don't even care necessarily about like pop songs or rock songs or raps like i don't care about songs that i know per se but the one thing that I absolutely really want to play in Beat Saber is Star Wars music. Like, I want to play Duel of the Fates and mm-hmm. swing around my lightsabers. Because, of course I do. Yeah. I also really want, like, a lightsaber like, case for my move controllers. So it looks like I'm holding, like, Luke Skywalker's lightsabers like, flashing shit around. Even though I can't see it in the game, I know well, like, what I'm like holding. Like a skin in the game that, like, makes it look like when you hold yeah. it up and look at it, it looks like luke and like uh anakin's like yeah or yeah luke invaders yeah because it's blue and red blue and red yeah Yeah. that's what i want and it would just be so much fun like the game's already fun and the the, it's funny that you mentioned like the wall and like wanting to get better it's hard sometimes and you have to put it down because it's intense like you you sweat in the helmet and you can only wear that thing when you're sweating for so Mm -hmm. long where you're like all right i have i have to take this off but it's it's just so much fun. Like, mm-hmm. I need to go back and play more of it. And it's, again, the problem with VR, which is why it's not my number one, is because it is a VR game, and I, I can't just pick it up and play it whenever I want without going through the rigmarole of setting everything up. And, I mean, the, that's also kind of the appeal that I had towards the HTC Vive. Like I said, it has that wireless adapter now, yeah. so all you got to do is just take up the on. helmet, put the helmet on, yeah. you're good to go. It's not like I don't have to fucking have 40 fucking cables all over the no. place. I'm like, the cables aren't bothersome when I'm playing, but it is one of those things where if I didn't have to plug them all in and do that, I would probably play it much more. and be much. I easier. did find myself hitting it all the time. Like, you, it's supposed like to be getting behind caught. you, but like, even like my arm would get caught on it. Oh, uh, yeah, like I'd throw it over my shoulder. And I tried to, it. and I, I think even just in ducking, it had like fallen over my shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. I, I ran into problems where like when I would have to duck down as the thing mm-hmm. like came overhead and then like stand up, like the cable would get caught on my knee and like kind of like, you know, jerk my head. Yeah. yeah. It's just, uh, gaming's feel like a badass. 
Mm-hmm. Every every time you're doing it and you can complete a level, I just felt like such a badass. And it has you that, get into it. That, that replayability where, oh, yeah. you're, where you're just like, okay, one more. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I, no, but we tried you like had a the, bunch of songs instead of just like a bunch of generic techno songs. Yeah. I'm still like the type of person, like, I want to get very good at one song. So, like, um, I don't know, like, the this one doesn't really reach you after, does it? Uh, I don't. It, you have scores, but it's not like a. It doesn't give you like, like a five plus star. Or yeah, yeah, because like, like in rock band, I'm just like shit. I just need to get gold stars in everything. Yeah. No, this one has a, a rating and it has points, but it's not this, the same. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I absolutely adore that game. That one, that one was on my list as well. I think, yeah, it was my number, my number five. You're number so. five. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised that they never came out with like a rock band VR. Well, that's what I was saying after playing it's on it. PC. I was like, I wanted to spin. Yeah, it's on PC. Oh shit, we've well, definitely we talked about this before. Huh. Where like Joe. you just put it on and like you're on the stage and you look out at the audience. Yeah, I think so. And That'd the, be fucking the, great. All right, yeah. Joe, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. All right. Sweet. You can. You know what? Buy it. Set it up here. Sure. There you go. Yeah. Done deal. You leave it here. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. All right. So that was our number three game overall. Now on to number two. Uh, and this is probably one that's interchange. These last two are probably interchangeable on a lot of people's lists that didn't put Red Dead. Uh, but number two on our list, this was my number two. This was also your number two, Joe. Uh, yes. I believe so. That's how it got to eight points. And that is God yes. of War. This is also Tyler's number one. This is Tyler's number one game, which is very surprising because Tyler indicated, as, as he's told us on multiple occasions, that he hates Kratos and the God of War games. And that's what his reason for making it as number one. Because, because he loved this game. Yeah, and he was invested in the character. Because, yep. goddamn, is this a fucking story. It sure is. Yeah. And, it, uh, I mean, we talked about like it being invested in the characters and a way out. Uh, I mean, God of War. Fucking that kid. Like, that I did, boy. 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 I did nothing but want to protect that kid. Mm-hmm. And because this game fucking tugs on your heartstrings. Yeah. Uh, it made me want to be a dad. <laughs> yeah, it like it wasn't so much protecting the boy as like you set out on the mission, like to... just being a good father. Like yeah. I just, it, I just wanted to be a good dad. Well, that and, like <laughs> I really wanted, you know the. And I know I'll be a shitty dad in real life, so I was like, <laughs> I, I want to be buying your kid least... Nerf guns. It's gonna have a lot of fun. Well, if that was my kid, I would be buying him Nerf guns. No, no, no. I bought those Nerf guns because I didn't have to deal with it ninety five percent of the time. That's true. We'll buy Nerf guns for your kid, Joe. It's okay. Next, um, but yeah, I just wanted like the whole the whole reason for the story is they want to go on this final quest to like honor the legacy of the mother. Mm-hmm. And I, boy, did I want that kid to not have to fail at that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the one last thing that you just want to do this for your mom, who's no longer with you. Like it's a sad thing, and you want him to succeed, not because he's Kratos and he's the god of war and he's this big badass, but because. He, he made this promise to a child about his dying mother that he, they're going to do this and they're going to – and in the in the mythos of God of War in all the different mythologies, like family and spirits and those that have passed on are all such a big deal that mm-hmm. like, it made it so you wanted and to Chris's get it done. And entire motivation was his family. Yeah, the whole time mm-hmm. for in every single one of the games and this was just like another level to it. It, it was literally burned into his skin. Yeah. Uh, and he, you know, he always was cursed by what he did to the family in the other games. And this was, this wasn't his fault, but he needed to make it right nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And that was just something that, that really struck, struck me in this game and made it so good. Uh, I know I powered through it pretty quickly, so a lot of it didn't necessarily resonate, but the, it's so good. I, I don't mind. Like, I'm going to go back in, you know, a couple months time. Or they added time. new game plus to it. Now, yeah. Recently. New game plus is there. So like, I'm going to play it through again. I don't think there'll be DLC or anything and that's fine. 
but it's the start of a new trilogy. I, I'm almost certain. I, I don't know if they've confirmed or new franchises. Yeah, I mean they definitely set up sequels. Yeah, I don't everything. think they've confirmed anything yet, but we know the, the, this the, is the Thor stuff at the end of it was. Yeah, uh, and just the it didn't have enough uh, mythology. Like it didn't have enough Norse mythology for me because it wasn't focused on the familiar. It was you can speak probably more to because you know more Norse mythology than I do, Joe. But I mean, all of the characters were there, you know, like Baldur's importance and stuff. Uh, yeah. There was tons of touching on. Uh, but it's not like Thor and Odin and the more recognizable names that people know from Norse mythology. Like they're not that's as they're, they're they're talked about. Yeah, it's but clearly they're there to set up for future future games. Yeah, which is what really excites me is that. It didn't feel like I already know that the next game's not gonna be identical with the same cast of characters. Like when you played the original God of Wars, you were always fighting Zeus in some form or fashion. Meaning Zeus was Zeus there. Zeus was always the goal. And he was telling people to go and you saw him all the time and he was a part of it. Where in this you're just like, Odin's around. We know he exists, but he hasn't made himself known yet. Like Thor we know exists and is around, but hasn't made himself known yet. Yeah. And I'm excited you to just, get to You just those know parts. his ravens are there watching yeah. him all the time. So I'm excited that like even in this game that I already loved this much, I didn't get the super familiar, so I know that the franchise is going to go in incredible places, and that makes this game better. I mean, because... clearly uh, the the Marvel movies have probably given them a point where they're like, we have to distinguish ourselves instead of borrowing so heavily on things that are already established tropes at this point because yeah. of those. Which is so, why you couldn't do Thor right out of the gate. We'd be like, oh, okay, Thor. Yeah. And, like, the, the twist at the end when you find out, the, like, the son's true origins. Yeah. Um... You're like, okay, this is this is certainly going to get interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the biggest thing that I really give credit for uh, this game is uh, it's very very difficult to take an established franchise and then to completely turn it on its head and change the game to such an incredible extent. Because I mean, they took like I mean, God of War originally was just like, I mean it was a it was a simple hack and slash. Yeah. It wasn't you know it wasn't in depth. It wasn't really all that interesting. No, it's a Dynasty Warriors game with less enemies. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and I loved them. And they I were loved yeah, all and the they God were great. I'm not gonna I'm not saying that they were bad or anything yeah. like that. Um, and, and it is very difficult to take a franchise something that has already had six games at that point. Three, four, those three six. Ascension, and then the two. Like PSP two, ones, two PSP ones, yeah. So it already had like six games, and then they completely changed the the way that the game is played, the like the general tone and direction of the game. Uh, you know, they made it a much more somber story as opposed to like a much more visceral mm-hmm. uh, plot line. Uh, the game mechanics are completely different. When you do something like that with a, such an established franchise, you can sometimes expect like you know uh, negative feedback if it turns like, oh well, they completely changed the game, like, yeah. This isn't the you know if all of a sudden they took uh, Halo Infinite and they were like okay we're doing like Halo but this one's you know uh, like a cover based shoot like third person shooter yeah as opposed to like a standard thing people would be like oh I don't want that but if you do it really really fucking well mm-hmm. <laughs> people won't complain no they they took this that they completely changed the way the game is. But they did it so goddamn well yeah. that everyone was just like, fuck, it's still, it's great. Like, I have nothing, no reason to be upset about that. Yeah, and like, Tyler's not even an outlier. I've heard the opinion from several people that hated God of War or hated Kratos or hated any aspect of the franchise that you want and loved this game. They're like, oh yeah, I always thought Kratos was a one note, oh, my family, and like, hated that. It was so repetitious. Berries. Yeah, and this, it's, oh, it's, it's family and it's Kratos, but... 
I feel for him. Like mm-hmm. he's weathered and he's beat down, but he still like pushes on, and it's just it is a really good game. Like it. It was a waiver for me between this and the next game that we'll talk about as to how I wanted to put it, but um, ultimately it's it's like a 1A for me because it was just so good. And I didn't even get, like I said, I didn't get to go back and play it more and I definitely didn't unlock everything. So there's still a ton more for me to be able to do into this game that just it makes it for one of the best games in a while, not even just this year, like in a, in a while. This is a, a stellar game. Yeah. Um, I never played it. No, but you have a PS4 now. Like, you didn't have one when this game came out. So. I did, but it was just like... No, because you didn't get it until like June, right? No, I got it right as this game came out. Oh, okay. Huh. Um, because my roommate was talking about it. But I'm no. just like one of those types of people you that got like... Your, you got a Spider-Man console, didn't you? No, I didn't. No, you got the, I got the state of play. Game of like... day of play one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. No, my roommate was talking about it. I'm just I'm the type of person that's like, anything that's overhyped, I just don't care. No, um, this is definitely worth it. But yeah. yeah, but now like hearing like Tyler liked it and stuff like that, I'm just like, well, maybe I'll play it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, oh, you know, you know us, and you know when we are buying into hype because it's hype, or buying into it because it's real. And this is one of those games where like it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not downplaying. I'm, yeah. I'm saying no. That but you're right. Though. My, my you earlier it, thoughts are just like yeah. When you th- hear it's that, a bad thing. <laughs> when you hear that, it's a natural thought to be like, is it really the greatest game ever, or are you just right? You know, a sheep, and you're saying you're you know mimicking what everybody else says. But no, it is a legitimately fantastic game. Yeah. So you should definitely get it. Like I have a physical copy. I think Joe does a physical. Copy. You traded it in, didn't you? Oh, okay, uh, but I bought it digitally mm-hmm. when oh, I like, okay. went down yeah. to like. I'll borrow a copy one time when yeah. I'm in the mood for it. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, so that brings us then to our number one, which is the only game that was on all three, all three of our li- which is why it's so high. Yeah. Um, ultimately, it was my game of the year. Again, it was like a one one a between this uh, and God of War, and I'll explain why. It was my number four. Yep, and it, it was, was my number three. There you go. So, uh, but varying but, varying range of hype on but, this one amongst us. Yes, but enough to say that. It was like, and I'm sure if Tyler had given us a top five, it would have been on his top five. Yeah, sure. So uh, the fact that it landed on all three of our less lists meant the point values put it up towards the top, which means that the uh, quote unquote official game of the year for the Broken Clock Podcast games cast is Spider-Man for PS4. Uh, Marvel's. Marvel's, Marvel's Spider- Spider-Man. Yes, that's very, that's a key point. It's mm-hmm. Marvel Spider-Man on the PS4. Uh, this was my game of the year. Uh, not necessarily because it was the most technically impressive or in depth like it's it's a very basic game like there's not much to it but what it does it does so well and i know it's a lot of it is my spider-man bias coming through because i love spider-man but i honestly don't care like this game was so much fun i've played all the dlc i haven't played the newest dlc yet because it just came out days before christmas Um, so i just haven't gotten around to it yet but i loved it i beat it in like three days like i was not paying attention at work. Like I was, I would put so much time speeding through it. I picked up a book beforehand to like get ready for it. And I don't read. <laughs> so it like, it is just a, it's a very Ubisoft style game where go get the towers. Now the city's open now collect all this shit. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was a collectathon, uh, yeah. which is fine. Cause it's perfect for me. Yeah. Um, and normally a collectathon game wouldn't rank highly for me. Cause I'm not a big fan of them, but when you wrap it in something that's so inherently my thing, 
it there was no way that it was gonna let me because I played I played the bad Spider Man games. Yeah. Like I played I beat the Amazing Spider Man one and two the movie games. Like and those <laughs> Amazing Spider Man one good. is not bad. It's not bad, but it's also no, not two, good. Two wasn't even that bad. But they're not good. No. Like, the, well, yeah. I mean, that's where this one you know why it specifically made the list because it is a fantastic Spider-Man game. Like they took all the things that I enjoyed from other Spider-Man games, which are fun games that I also played, uh, but they weren't good games. Like they were, they were just enough to scratch that itch of like wanting to be Spider-Man. Exactly. This one, not only like scratched the itch, it like fucking, you know, I got in a jacuzzi and like, massaged just, it. Yeah, I was yeah. like laying in the fucking jacuzzi, going like, "Oh yeah, that's the fucking spot." Yeah, it took uh, like all of the mechanics were spot on, perfect. It felt so good to swing around that city. I could just do that for hours, going from one end of Manhattan to the other and back and forth. Just, I did that, just enjoying the swinging. Yeah. And, you know, so just on that aspect of it just being mechanically so great, you also got a really good story. Yeah. There were a lot of downside, like down parts where it felt like there was padding. A similar thing to Red Dead where I was just like, I feel like this is really kind of unnecessary. But, like, once you get to the last third, probably quarter. Okay. Like the, the 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 fourth quarter of the game, it ramps up so much, and you become so invested in that story. And it's a logical ramp up too. It's not like dull, dull, dull. All of the things. It's okay. There's good. there's the little hints yeah. to every uh-huh. where everything is going to yeah. be going. If it's you're paying crescendo. attention, yeah, yeah, you like you kind of feel the pressure of it, everything building up until eventually the cork pops. And everything just fucking goes everywhere. Yeah. And you're just like, holy shit, what's happening? Yeah, it's the uh, the end of the E3 trailer where is yeah. where things kick off yeah. in like a crazy way. Yeah. Uh, and, and it came so late in the game, which yeah. is like, which was really my only downside to the game is it took so long to get to the part where... I don't know like if it really the, did or if it was just that you and I were trying to do everything before it. It's possibly that. Yeah. It, it also could be the, the E3 trailer... Well, Maybe like it seemed like that was halfway that, point. Yeah, I thought that would be earlier on. Same. So I was I playing too. the game constantly going like, when am I going to get to this? Because I feel like I'm really far into this game. Yeah. So at some point that's got to happen. But yeah. even when Where it, the hell is it? But even when it does, there's still so much after that where you're like, oh, I'm actually not that close to me. Like I am and I'm not. Because yeah, you see it, the percentage as you're playing. You yeah. know how far through the game you are. But that was also, we were all doing the same thing where... If there's a backpack, I'm going to go find the backpack before I go do that really yeah. important mission. I'm going to yeah. do all these science labs. Yeah. Taking pictures gonna, of everything. All the Taskmaster yeah. shit. Like, I'm, I'm going to do, do all, all of the, the sable fortresses yeah. uh, or the gang like hideouts. Yeah, the kingpin hideouts and everything. Yeah, exactly. So like all that stuff was there, but I, I had to do it. I wanted to do it. I didn't want to... Even doing the Taskmaster challenges, I could have stopped at getting the mid-tier on all of them because that's yeah. what I needed for could've the trophy. Just, you could have just bronzed them all if you needed to. Well, no, to get the trophy, you, you need, need to... You need, yeah, you need a medium, all of them. Okay. And, like, I could have done that and just stopped, but I said, no, I want to perfect all of them because yeah, I want to do every same. goddamn thing in this game. Yep. And I felt such a sense of accomplishment. And I know for a lot of people, this was their first platinum. It's my first platinum. Yeah. Uh, I mean, granted, you did just get a PlayStation, but there are people who... I had a Vita before it, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
But there are so many people that have had like a PS3 and a Vita and a PS4 that have never gotten a platinum trophy until this. Yeah. And granted, it's an easy platinum. You just kind of have to do all the Everything. things they well, want it's, you to do. It's an accomplishable platinum. Yeah. yeah. It's not technically easy, but There's it is very much doable. Like yeah. But you don't have to play it's six times based. to get all the, all right. the things, which is great. It's not luck-based, and it's not like incredibly skill-based. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I, I know that it's a Spider-Man bias because that's my jam, but... Don't even care. Like oh, so, I mean, uh, you know, so but you're getting what you bought. Like, That's the thing. Like, and more. Like, I bought the collector's right. edition, and I was worried because I didn't know what the statue was going to look like. And the statue's cool. It's on my spider shelf. Uh, yeah, uh, people listening should know I'm currently sitting next to a little half bookshelf that's just loaded. Shrine loaded with spider-man figures yeah, tons of marvel legends, legends spider-man figures uh tons of pop figures yeah. tons of little dorbs uh a, a lego spider-man set uh, yeah. just tons and tons of spider-man stuff. and that's not even all of it like there's still the pop figures over there and all these other places so, like it, that's my jam and i've talked about it before i make no qualms about trying to hide that but that's the thing like this was a really good game and the most fantastic spider-man game so yeah. like, this could have been an okay game and a great Spider-Man game, but instead it's a good to great game with an amazing Spider-Man, no pun intended, <laughs> story along with yeah. it. Yeah. Like, and the story, like... Well, you talked about almost tearing up during A Way Out. I legit, And I've admitted it before on the show. Like, I teared up at a certain point in this game. And I... Like, we're not going to say what, but yeah. I know exactly the part you're talking well, we about. We talked about yeah. our spoiler cast. Granted, we oh, did say true. we're going to talk about spoilers. It, you know, when... Like, when Aunt May was dying and finds out that Peter... And, like, admits no, that she, she knows she that... she knew the whole time. Yeah. I was just like, of course she did. She loves you so goddamn much. You're unbelievable, <laughs> man. She's so proud of the man you and there were And there were so many twists and turns. Because oh, yeah. this is its own story. It's not trying to adapt anything. Luckily. No. Well, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, and like, that's where it works so fucking yeah. well. And it doesn't have a... Uh, a there's no origin story as well. Like I'm, yeah, I'm so glad right that it. like we're over. Everyone knows where Spider-Man came from. Yeah. Like let's Would I just love go to play DLC that shows it one day. Sure, absolutely. Like you want to give me a standalone game in six months that like or maybe a flashback scene in Spider-Man Two. Yeah, that's fine. And like this sets up stuff for a Spider-Man Two that I'm super stoked. I like. I even didn't hate the parts where you're Mary Jane and you're Miles and you're sneaking no, around. No, surprisingly. Like, those, didn't hate those them. were good. Yeah, they're uh, not. The Miles one was I didn't, a little bad. I didn't hate. The, I thought the Miles one was the most interesting. Like I was, I, I was like, because oh, you fuck. knew what he was gonna become. Well, I mean, I'm talking about the like the attack scene. I didn't like the Rhino one. Oh, the Rhino one. Yeah. Oh, the, you're talking about yeah. the at City Hall. The City Hall attack. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like I know yeah, Miles' the Rhino story. One, I was kind of like, get, let's get this over with. Yeah, I was just like, I'm uh, okay. Just, just let me go. Oh, uh, except for the the Miles one, which it was like so in, it, like integral to the story, I was interested. The other ones, I was kind of like every time that happened, I was like, just let me be fucking Peter yeah, again. But they're not as pre- they're not as prevalent as they are in other ones. There's yeah, a we're reason trying to make for them, like, it. Half the fucking game. Well, and it's a different character too, because like in other games, it's like you have to be Peter walking around taking pictures. I don't want that version of Peter. I want Spider Man Peter. In this, it's like, all right, I'm Mary Jane. That's fine. It's a way to get her into the game. They're talking, so he's still present, and it it pushes the story. I forward. do like so how they like in, they did uh, implement him into it, where like yeah, you like can target somebody as Mary Jane and say take them out, and then Peter, you'll see yeah, like, the part a the, thwip come down and like pull a target up where she's trapped in like uh, Grand Central. Central Station, yeah, and he's you see the, him like, swinging around, yeah. That was it's just so good. There's so many different pieces to it. The Miles scene with his dad, like I know Miles's origin story. Well, it, I mean, they twisted the origin story. And they twisted it. That's the yeah. thing. Like, I know what to expect. I know that somebody's probably going to die, and that's what makes him a hero and all that. But I didn't expect it to go down that way. Because he needs his Uncle Ben. Yeah. Well, this was... Yeah, he needs his version of Uncle Ben. Yeah. So I... 
Like I was surprised by that. There was enough twists and turns. I was invested in, you know, what caused Mary Jane and Peter to break up and are they going to get back together? Like, I want to know more about their dynamic. I just, Doc Ock. Yeah. All, everything with him. Yeah. And just like every little nook and cranny piece of the story of the game, just, it just hooked me in from the very beginning. And I know that very first like big Spider-Man episode that we did, I know I had nitpicks and gripes because I, and I think it was because I was playing the older Spider-Mans right before it. So I was maybe a little Spider-Man burnt out, but by the end of that weekend and by the Monday or Tuesday when I ended up beating it and getting the platinum, like I didn't care anymore. Every gripe and nitpick just went away because it was everything was so great about it. And there was like the more you level up, the more badass you feel as Spider-Man. And now going through and playing the DLC and eventually Millions when I go and do suits. New Game Plus, yeah. Oh, the suits are fantastic. It has every suit I could have possibly wanted. And I didn't care about the Sam Raimi suits, but all those people have that now. Like it had almost all of my favorite suits that aren't ones that will be integral to future sequels. Yeah. That'll eventually be in the games coming. Yeah. Cause like some of my favorite suits are Miles suits. Those will come. Uh, you know, I love the superior suit, no but they suit. even tease that kind of, you know, black suit will come too with the, the tease at the end too. So yeah, I like, there's not enough great, like we did a whole episode and talking about how awesome I think this game is. So and I, and I really, really love, like, the, the piece that really, I think, put it over the top to make it my game of the year was when I think about my screenshot getting the platinum of Peter standing over, like, Aunt, Uncle Ben's, Uncle Uncle Ben's, Ben's and Aunt May's grave. Yeah. And it just says, be greater in the top screen. Like, just now, I'm not getting used when I'm talking about it. Because, like, the most apropos thing for, like, a platinum trophy for a cap on a game is, like, it just fit so well. So. Yeah. Agreed. There you go. It was okay. <laughs> it was number three. Um, number four for oh, me. It was number, four, it was right. number three yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, any, any, so a couple things. That's, that's it. That's our list for game of the year. Uh, we got a couple people that uh, provided some other games. So I want to go through those now. Let me uh, pull those up here. So we got Skip's games. Uh, Skip gave us some of the games that he uh, enjoyed playing this year that came out this year. Uh, Destiny 2 Forsaken. Skip's always been... He's always been a big Destiny fan. A big Destiny fan. So he's really enjoying all the updates and things they put into Destiny. Uh, so he put that on his list. He did put South Park on here as kind of an honorable mention. Because uh, it didn't come out this year on what he would have played it on. But it did come out on Switch. So it is a game that technically came out this year. Uh, Fractured But Whole. He really enjoyed that as well. Uh, Pit People, which I was not familiar with. I think you guys looked it up before. It's a behemoth uh, game that came out this year. Um, sea of Thieves, which Joe, I know you played, wasn't super high on. Could like, have been better. Yeah, the Sea of Thieves was something where like you could see the gold underneath it, but you just didn't have faith in them to actually dig it up. Yeah, like it, it had such potential and was just such a letdown. Super mediocre. Um, he also put uh, State of Decay Two, which uh, did you ever get a chance to play, Joe? I have, I bought it, uh, but I have not played it yet. I really enjoyed State of Decay One though. Uh, and then uh, PUBG. He played a lot of PUBG on the uh, on mobile, the which, mobile version. which came out. He well, played it on Xbox. It too. did officially come out on the Xbox this year. That's, That's true. true. It officially it left. In, it was in beta this whole time. Yeah, right. early, early access. access. So uh, no, he definitely. Uh, so that that one definitely. So counts it, it counts as well. Yeah. Um, and then I like I said we had some uh, some listener feedback. So I'll give you some of those. Uh, Brian L says uh, Delta Rune kind of flew in under everyone's radar, and we had I hadn't heard of it. You guys hadn't heard of it. We nope. looked it up. It is the uh, from the creator of Undertale. Yeah, Toby Fox game, uh, which is surprising because Undertale was like such a huge game when it came out and was on 
almost every like game of the year list at the time. Yep. So the fact that uh, another one by the same creator came out and then just kind of... Well, the first chapter of it, and I don't know if there was uh, early access or pre-release or anything like that, but the uh, the first chapter just came out at the end of October. So everyone still would have been in the throes of how great is Red Dead, and therefore you're not really necessarily paying attention to this much smaller game. Mm. Um, also not complete experience. Yeah, because it's just chapter one right. of I don't know how many chapters, but I don't know, it sounded interesting, so... Maybe something worth checking out if you liked Undertale. Uh, we also had Matt R. who said he had to go with Red Dead 2. It's his game of the year. Not surprising. Like, I know it wasn't up there for us. It fell out of our top five. But it's only just because Joe was the only one that played it. <laughs> um, I, Tyler played it too. But he had the same kind of gripes where it was just too long. It'd probably be in his top five if he had a top five, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that would have pushed it up the list, I'm sure. Um, and then finally, we have John L. on Facebook who said, God of War was hands down the overall best game for him for this year. Uh, but Spider-Man was the game that he had the most fun with. Uh, he did want to make a call out to Assassin's Creed Odyssey for being the game he played the most, which is there's a ton of stuff to do uh, in that. So that's not surprising. Um, so, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins was my game of the year. Yeah. This one didn't even make it in the top five. No. It, it is a step down. It yeah, uh, the fact that like it's not like uh, really stealth focused. No, which just doesn't make sense to me. Like the fact it's that you not assassins create yeah, anymore. You can't, you it's can't just fucking fighters kill a guy create. like in one uh, like an assassination yeah, attack. Hidden blade. What the What's fuck the point? is the point of that? Yeah, yeah. it's going back to the uh, what I was talking about, like completely switching up the formula with God of War. You do it well. You get God of War. You yeah, do it wrong. You go, this is not a fucking Assassin's Creed game. Why yeah. the hell do you do this? Well, I remember one of the things that made me kind of like that catalyst for when I stopped playing an Assassin's Creed game was when I tried to stealth sneak up on a guy and I did it and I hit it, bladed him. And he's like, okay, now we're in a fight. Like, what? Yeah. No, we're not. I just that, with the you stabbed him in the fucking neck with his fucking dagger and it, he lost like it 8% tickled. of his health. Yeah, and he kicked my ass. I'm like, that's not an Assassin's Creed yeah, game. And then, you have to, and then you have to get into like a 15 minute fucking fight with the guy. And with like six other people. Yeah. Like, fuck off. I'm out of here. Um, and then uh, John also said that he was in, uh, he was still in the middle of playing Red Dead, so he didn't get to finish that, but wanted to make a call out to that as well. So thank you guys for your feedback on uh, Game of the Year. We appreciate you listening and engaging on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Um, so really appreciate that. Uh, one last thing that I want to get from you guys: Are there any games uh, either that didn't come out this year that you want to make a special mention of that you did play a lot of, uh, or any games that you didn't get to play this year that you that you definitely want to get your hands on? Either ones that we talked about that you didn't get to play or ones that other people have talked about that you didn't get to play. I only really played the opening segment of Dragon Quest XI, mm-hmm. um, but I could tell it would be an amazing game and probably would have been a, a hot contender for my top five if I had actually had the time to play with it. The only thing is, like, uh, I just don't have the attention span for a lot of RPGs right now. Yeah. To, like, really a long wanna, game. Yeah, yeah, to, like, really want to dedicate that much, you know, time where you have to, you know, really focus on it. So, like... Yeah. Dragon Quest was something that I wanted to play that I think I would have really enjoyed. Um, Octopath Traveler is another RPG that I would have really uh, liked to have a chance to... Well, I mean, I've had plenty of chances, but I'm sure if I had played that, I would have been... Uh, it would have maybe contended. Yeah, it would have been a, a contender. So, you know, a lot of those like little RPGs that came out, uh, yeah. I, I, hopefully I will have time to play those at some point. What about yeah. you, John? Anything In you a similar vein, yeah. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4 came out, mm-hmm. and like I've seen people play the first ones like i think you had the first one at one point and i watched you play it and i was like oh this looks cool i've heard the fourth one is like the best of them all but 
I feel like it's also especially since like, the one that came out like Revolutions that came out before it was terrible. Yeah. So then they like turned around and said like, okay, we're here's the good one. Sorry about yeah. that last one. And like I feel like it's got you know uh, sequel syndrome where like I feel like I have to go back and play the other three to play this one, but you, apparently you really don't. Uh, it's still a self-contained story, like, can, but yeah. it's still the same characters from before. Um, but I, I'll I'll probably play it eventually. Um, but also Celeste. Every every game of the year list I saw this year had Celeste on it. Yeah. Um, for I music, really, for gameplay, for story, yeah. for all of that. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it ultimately fell out of my top five just because those kinds of games aren't my speed. So like I did it and I beat it and I had fun playing it, but it just didn't resonate enough because I'm not a I didn't go back and play it. I didn't try to get all the extra strawberries yeah. and everything. Like I didn't go in depth with it because it's not my style of game. I'm not very good at them. Yeah. So I just didn't it didn't resonate with me as much as it should. But it is a fantastic game, and I think you'll like it a lot more than I did, even though I didn't not like it. Right. That and uh, Yakuza Kiwami Two. I I already own it. It's just like I'm not into Yakuza at the moment. Yeah. And but Yakuza I, Six. But, it's just because it's so far. I won't I won't play Yakuza Six until I play two, three, and four, and five, yeah. which yeah. are ev- inevitably coming out. But I'm sure it's a fantastic game if I had played it this year. Oh, when for it came sure. Out. Yeah. Um. And like I played Yakuza Kiwami. Way more than I think anything else I've played this year, but it just didn't come out this year, so that's yeah. why it wasn't on my list. But two will definitely be, would have been on my list had I played it. I'm sure because it's just, I mean, it's more just, of the great. It's just more of, of the yeah, of the thing that you love, right? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, my honorable mention in, in terms of a game that didn't come out this year, but that I mostly played this year um, was Floor Kids. I talked about that a lot at the beginning of the year. It didn't come out. It came out the end oh, of December. That breakdancing game? Yeah, the breakdancing game. It's out on PS4 and Xbox One now. It had originally come out on Switch like middle of December last year, and I didn't pick it up until right after Christmas. So I played that a lot in the beginning of the year, and that game was super fun. No DLC, which I, I remember them saying at one point it was coming. I think they were working on the you know the PS4 and Xbox One versions instead. But if more DLC comes for that, I'm totally down. I really loved that game. I would be down for a sequel it was just a lot of fun just a nice little like uh mini game to play and then just a game that i know uh people ranted and raved about but i never never got around to it was uh, astrobot the uh the vr missions uh, it's another game that i think is like 40 bucks for a vr game and while it is single player and has like a really nice story to it and you know i've heard people say it's like it's a reason to take vr seriously because this is a game and not an experience um I definitely want to get around because I, I love playing in VR. I just need really good things to bring it out. And so Beat Saber did that. Tetris Effect did that. Um, and I think Astrobot will do that too. If and when, like next time it goes on sale, I'm probably going to buy it. But just, it's a very recent game. It just came out like a month or two ago. So hmm. um, didn't get around to playing it yet, but very excited to do so. Well, you played nothing. Super Hot as well. Great thing. Oh yeah. And Super Hot as well. Super Hot was a lot of fun, but that came out a couple years ago. Yeah. That, that came was out fun. a while ago. Yeah. And I'll play more of that too, because I did enjoy that. It's not enough for me to get it out just to play that, but. But if it's out. Yeah. If the VR is out, like that's the only reason why I tried it is the VR was out to play Beat Saber. Yeah. For Beat and Saber. get ready for Beat Saber. Yeah. So that's, uh, that'll be something I get to in the future, but. Um, but yeah, that'll do it then for this episode. Normally we jump into the lightning round. We did that already because we flipped the whole thing on its head, Joe. We flipped it all, all the way upside head. down. It's all back. Hung it by the ankles. Mm. Flip the script. We get it. We get we read, it. We read from the back. 
to find out the ending. Read the um, last chapter first? That's right. That's how you know. My grandma know good. used to do that. That's a terrible way to read books. And she I don't would, even read. She would tell me that she would read the last like chapter of a book to know the ending, to know that if she would hate reading the book to begin with. No. That's, I was like, you are terrible. That's not how things... That's not how She's it, a great woman, but that yeah. was just a weird thing that she used to do. That's not how that works. Um, all right. Well, that'll do it then for this episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Um, remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, so we are on all of those platforms. Spotify is new. So if you're just listening to this for the first time, uh, that is new. We are there now. Um, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter, like those other gentlemen did, to tell us their games of the year. You can let us know what your game of the year was what game maybe flew under your radar that you didn't get to, uh, or what game that you played a a whole bunch of that maybe didn't come out this year, but really stuck with you. Uh, Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, I just want to say it's our last show of the year. Uh, Anybody that's listened to any episodes, any pieces of any episodes uh, this year, really appreciate that. Thank you so much for doing so. If you've rated it or liked it or shared it with other people we appreciate that also very much um and hopefully we'll have new better awesome things coming in the new year so get excited yeah we're gonna keep doing this as long as we have fun doing it which we do still yeah so yeah except for joe but you don't have fun with a lot of things so it's fine but no but seriously thank you i'm Uh, a curmudgeon that's right from all of us if you've listened to even just a, a piece of this uh we do appreciate that so thank you for that uh but once again for the broken clock podcast games cast my name is adam i'm joe and i'm johnny and thanks so much for listening and have happy, a happy new, new year. year no singing. We're not singing no we did it earlier okay it's good i just want to see if someone's gonna say bye or finish it but no that's fine i thought the happy new year was a better way to end it yeah yeah happy new I mean, year well, you ruined it now with the happy new i didn't year. ruin it you guys no i looked at you happy new year. i got to pee really really badly happy and that's why i'm stretching it out listen we're spending the whole episode on his head Joe. son of a bitch <laughs> happy new year no but happy new year and uh thanks so much for listening bye